This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. Insert best podcast opening ever here. I can do that. <laughs> no, guys, that was the best podcast opening ever. Don't you understand? You, so you want me to sing a song? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that was the best opening you ever heard. So the, there right was there. parentheses around that, I assume. Right? Brackets. There were brackets. brackets there was brackets. There. Yeah. Oh, I'm astounded. Yeah. I mean, I can't even make fun of that. That was incredible. It was so good. It was so good. Everyone loves it, and you should love it, too. Man, everyone's going to be talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Big Sale. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. And uh, thank you for listening. If you enjoy what you hear, please share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with your enemies. But share it. If you don't like what you hear, <laughs> what? well, you can still share it. Hey, guess what? I uh, started a new job, and I started sharing the show with new friends. Yeah? Which is really... Are you doing shout-outs right now? That was nice of you. <laughs> uh, it's really kind of weird, because... I mean, it's our whole circle right here, and then right. I am somewhere new, and I'm like, "Hey, you don't really know me, <laughs> yeah, but listen to my voice a lot." You just walked- and my other two buddies. I heard that you went on the first day of the job with a shirt that said, "I'm on a podcast or two. It kind of happened that way. <laughs> I was at lunch, and someone's like, "Have you heard this new murder podcast on NPR?" And I'm like, "Have you guys heard about this show called Bakersell?" <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. I like that you're starting to make us love, though. And I was wearing the T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah. really? No. Oh man, not yet. No, I've had the I've had my two bacon cell T-shirts that we made for Salt Lake Comic Con, mm-hmm. and I can't. I, I they both they always seem to come up when I'm going to go to a family party. Like it's just I have a rotating clothes thing where I'm like, what's the next shirt? Okay, then I don't have to think about it. Yeah. And the bacon cell shirt always seems to come up on a family party, and I'm like, I don't want to wear. A hey, look at my podcast shirt. Is there like an OCD thing party? where you, you're com- you cannot stop yourself from wearing that shirt at that moment? You're like, Maybe oh, subconsciously. Skip. But no, I, I wore it the other day, and I went to a gas station, and the woman helping me was like, "Bacon sale," and I was like, "Oh, it's just this really cool local podcast." <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to say, "I'm on it." It's my podcast, and I'm wearing my t- own T-shirt. Just yeah, so you can't really podcast do that. I love. And, and, but ta- she said, oh, really? So maybe that's a subscriber somewhere. Maybe. Somewhere out and, there. And, you know, we're just talking about these shirts because we're going to get that store up and running any day now. Right, Jacob? That's right. All right. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a promise. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we appreciate your feedback and listening to the last show at the Pokemon show. Uh, we got a lot of good feedback on it. And uh, surprisingly, people that weren't even into Pokemon listened. And some people even downloaded the game because of our show. Did you two? <laughs> No. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is so hypocritical. Well, we got off the air and they're like, oh man, it burns up data. It burns up battery. And I'm like, I don't want to burn up data and battery. Although I'm still contemplating. I'm, I'm not saying I'm never going to get it. I just haven't hey, got it yet. Not to worry because by the time our show released, Pokemon Go was pretty much dead. No, it's still going. What yeah, oh, I'm sure it's. I'm sure. Did it's you see Nintendo it? stocks? Uh-uh, is that dropped? Well, no, straight it, drop. I'm no, it dropped right because people realized Nintendo had nothing to do with yeah. the game, yeah. which we learned last time. It actually has is Niantic. So yeah, and it's more about ingress and all that kind of stuff. And, and we'd like to thank Colin yes. for being on the show. Yes, he was yep. great. The Pokey Professor. He actually he posted the episode on YouTube. So for those of you who don't have, you know, hey, Spreaker d- or Podbean, don't, don't bring up YouTube because this guy over here. We'll try to get our YouTube channel started again. Mm. <laughs> Jacob's had a plan for like a year to get us That was on the original plan. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't the original plan. The original plan was podcast. No, right? no, no. Kenton talked me into podcast. That's original lie. was YouTube. That's a lie. Listen, listener, you could have been seeing all our beautiful faces this whole time. And you would have turned off the show a lot earlier. There's lots <laughs> of little dances that you're missing out on. Yeah, Joel's always dancing. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Right, right now. Right finger guns. Yeah, with finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is messed up. You anyway, guys need to see this. Jacob, what are we talking about today? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop. What? Hammer time. <laughs> Collaborate and listen, actually. It was Kate Beckinsale's birthday. <gasps> it was? I know by the time the show comes out, it's like four days later, but still... 
Happy birthday, Kate Beckinsale. Happy birthday. If you're listening right now, Kate, thank you again for all you do. We have your picture literally on the table right now that you signed <laughs> No, we <first>. don't. <laughs> the autograph picture is on the table. Nuh-uh. It now I hope she's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, happy birthday, Kate Beckinsale. When's Kevin Bacon's birthday? Uh, let's find out. I'm Googling it right now. But until In then. In the meantime, yeah, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Well, I mean, I think it's very thematic because I did see Jason <gasps> Jason Bourne the other day. It was July 8th. Oh, man, we're the worst. We are the worst. We're sorry, Kevin. <sighs> now we have Kevin. From the bottom of our hearts, Kevin. Kevin if you're we're listening. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> From the bottom. <laughs> bottom or the top of our hearts? Which is it? The, no, it's the bottom of our hearts. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about, well, overrated categories. In fact, you might even say this show is overrated. Ooh. Ooh. Is that, that going to be the title? I'm pretty sure that's going to be the title. We tend to do that whenever we have these category shows, uh, like the show is a disaster, the show is a nightmare, yep. where we do these categories, we'll, we'll give a list of categories. Yep. Eventually, we'll have the show as a musical. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I guy love between two guys. I'm not or three. Really, I don't really sing that much. Uh, so You should know that reference. You're at the wrong party, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> it's Scrubs. But uh, uh, So we came up with a, ca- a list scrubs. of categories, and... Then we're going to say what we believe, what Ken and I are going to say, what we think is the overrated answer to that category. Yeah, so I say something like song on the radio, which is not on our list, but you guys have to answer now. We have to say and that. then you guys come up with a song on the radio that's overrated that's being played right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it's that simple as that. We did, we were worried this is going to go a little negative, which may be why we're being a little positive at the beginning here, because we're <laughs> talking about stuff that we feel is overrated, which is a generally negative thing. Maybe one day we'll do a, this show is underrated. You, that's how you have something to talk about. You know, if you're it's not totally irritated about something, then you're not going to talk passionately about it. Are you purposely trying to anger people with your picks? No. Well, no, no. In fact, I feel bad. Like I, I, my wife was sitting next to me and I kept being like, oh, and she's like, what? And I'm like, this one's going to make Kent mad. <laughs> this one's going to make my dad mad. Like, that's how my list went because I feel bad. Whereas I believe you were just like cheering and like doing those little poppers every time you got one that could I take was. people off. <laughs> yeah. Like song of the radio. Yeah. I've been waiting to, wouldn't wait to talk about this one. Can I ask you kind of how you went about your research uh, to find like, because, you know, you can go from the memory on some of these, but some of these were a little more kind of you had to think about it. As the listener will find out, some of these are just so random. These categories are so random. Intentionally so. They are. Yeah. That I had to go Google and I, and the way I Googled, I said, the best. I did The too. best of all time. Like if it was the song on the radio, I'd be like greatest songs on the radio right now. And then That's I'd, clever. And yeah. I would go to like Rolling Stone. I'd go to like credible sources. I'd mm-hmm. be more Rolling, credible. Rolling Stone's a credible well, source. Well, they, they write about music. <laughs> <laughs> but I would go to a source like that and be like, oh, this is your top 50. Is there something in your top 10 that I truly don't think is that good? Exactly. So let's get there. Let's do it. Uh, let's start with stand-up comedian. Oh, wow. Okay. You want to start with this one? Oh, man, this is one of those where I just, I, you know, got the fireworks and everything. I was ready to go. Because the thing is, I already know, I pretty much know what Kent's going to say. Can you give me my answer? I can definitely tell you what Kent's going to say. Yeah. You're going to say Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Yeah. <laughs> Kent and I have disagreed about this for a while because I feel like Brian Regan is a clever comedian. Kent does not think so. Kent has been kicked in the head by a horse a couple times, so I forgive him for this sentiment. But you know, the horse had the face of Brian Regan. Do you know why you don't like this? You know why you don't like Brian Regan, though? I can tell you why you don't like Brian Regan. I can Regan. tell you why you like him. I can tell you why you don't. Okay. Because a lot of people around here do. And everyone quotes him. Everyone thinks he's funny. So you're automatically going to go against the grain and say, I don't like him. That's one thing. <laughs> he totally owned that. He totally owned that. You're like, you know yeah, that's part of it. Case closed. He also has one. He has one bit of funny, funny material, and it is from 12 years ago. The U2 one. The U2. That's really funny. Yeah. Or take a look. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, but then there's something happened throughout his career where he's like, 
I'm just the passive comedian and I'm pretty clean. And I think you only like him. You only call him clever because he is consistently clean, which good on him that he doesn't have to swear to be funny. I think that, well, and I'm going to get to this with mine, but all right. I I think that clean comedy does take a little more finesse because you can't just shock people into laughing. You know what it doesn't take? What? Loud behavior. To me, he drives me absolutely crazy because his, or de-evolution, he was like, I'm going to be the everyday comedian, whereas now he's like the behavior of Fire Marshal Bill in like the body of Will Ferrell's older brother. He's like, hey, guys, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> and I mean, the, everything, like my facial contortions are crazy. And he's so big that it's nails on the chalkboard Because for he's me. performing for an audience. When you do theater, you have to perform big. Every, so, everyone has their thing. Like Demetri Martin, he's going to be the, the passive guy playing the guitar. Hopefully you get his joke. If you don't, that's his thing. Right. Some comedians really loud. Which Luis, I also like Demetri Martin. So Yeah. Or like Jim Gaffigan, he'll do his like voices and whatnot. So you don't put Jim Gaffigan and, and Brian Regan in the same boat. I feel like I'm getting there. Yeah, because that's what I'm going to say. They're both popular lo- comedians locally. But Jim Gaffigan makes me laugh. And that's the difference. Brian Regan made me laugh once. And then he's just annoyed me ever since. I love the I Walked on the Moon DVD. In fact, I own that one. I think he's really funny. And I will I will concede, however, that whenever he gets into the yelly thing where he's like, blah, 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 I'm just so like, at the end of every joke. No. No, I think people in – honestly, okay, okay, we record in Utah. <laughs> Secrets out. Last time I'm pretty sure we said that at the Pokemon show. I think the reason people in Utah love him so much besides the clean thing is because his comedy is stuck in the 90s. People no. here love the 90s. And I think they're like, yep, that reminds us of the 90s. That was a good time. No. Yeah. He is kind of 90s reminiscent, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, that's no. true. Thank you. Yeah. Is Seinfeld so, 90s reminiscent too? Yeah. Seinfeld is very 90s. For sure. It's the observational comedy was big in the 90s. You cannot give Brian Regan credit for being like no, no, no. observational comedian like I'm, Jerry Seinfeld. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that observational comedy was really funny, was really popular in the 90s. And that's Jerry Seinfeld. That was sure. his heyday. And that's yeah. kind of where Jim Gaffigan and Brian Is it a corner? Is it a nut? Does anyone know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the kind of the same boat of that observational humor type stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's stuck in the 90s. I think it's a style of humor that people relate to. But I don't think it's a 90s style of humor. It's just kind of when that was becoming a big thing. All right. Let's go to yours, Joel. All right. Good. Because Kent's wrong. Okay. Nice um, try. Mine Everyone, actually, wake up. Wake up. He's not funny. I think he's, Kent's, Kent's going to try to make you angry. I'm just going to pick. One that I feel is overrated for my benefit. Okay. Even if no one's really listened to his comedy, and even if no one out there is going to have a strong opinion about this, I went with Andrew Dice Clay. Because Andrew Dice Clay... No idea who that is. You didn't know that? Oh! Like, he's just that really obnoxious... He was on Saturday Night Live for a while. I'm a little worried about your list, starting off. (laughs) (laughs) Because overrated means that they are, like, in the top 20 of whatever they're doing. You'd be surprised how many people... Applaud Andrew Dice Clay. I know he's considered a, and I'm saying this to quote marks, a legend. Yes. But it's, I don't think he's known for being funny. He's known for just being brash. Exactly. And that's why I think his comedy style was so against, like, honestly, we're going complete opposites here. Sure. He is nothing but foul. Yeah. And this I dude never, is old. He is old. I've never understood his fame. Like I said, shock humor takes a lot less talent than actually building kind of a story or, or creating clever setups and punchlines. Honestly, the only thing Andrew Dice Clay ever did that was good was give a soundbite to EMF for Unbelievable. Because that's true. That is Andrew Dice Could Clay you going, sing oh, that? what the what? Could <laughs> what you sing that? that? <laughs> I actually had an EMF tweet me when I, when I talked about oh, that. Oh, this is a yeah. great short story. It's not very family friendly, though. It's not very family friendly, <laughs> but apparently there's an obscenity yeah. in that song that no one knew, and they played yeah. it on the air for years and years and years. Yes. But there you go. But Andrew Dice Clay, completely overrated, never been a fan. I think he's 
rated or underrated? I'm not. I'm not gonna say underrated because that makes me sound like I like him. But I don't think he's even thought of. Jake doesn't even know who he is. When you no, when you look at when you look at the pantheon of people talk about the great comedians stuff like that, his name for some reason usually comes up. Yeah, and it's weird to me. I never sure. understood it. And I'm not saying it's because he's just foul. Like George Carlin had a, a pretty filthy mouth, but he's a very clever comedian. Yes, like he's really funny. Andrew Dice Clay, he's basically playing this obnoxious character. I didn't like him on SNL. I don't like his stand-up. Not a fan. Okay. Overrated. It kind of seems like nobody's going to know who he is unless they were adults in the 80s or 90s, though. Yeah. 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 Or, you know, they have a refined taste in humor and comedy and extensive knowledge of the historical background of stand-up comedy. So you're saying he wow. has... <laughs> he's well an example done. of Boom. refined taste. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, you just proved his case, right? No. Okay. No. Yeah. Right. That was actually one I struggled with because I, I like most of the comedians and I think they all have some value. And I didn't want to just say Dane Cook because everyone's going to say Dane Cook. But it, this time he's a wash yeah. up. No yeah, one really yeah. thinks of him he's as totally a wash up now. Yeah. Uh, and his little brother, Brian Regan, who's just about <laughs> as loud. No. Seriously. Don't, don't put Dane Cook in the same boat as Brian Regan. That's all ridiculous. Right. Next category superhero TV show Daredevil. Wow. How dare you? The Netflix. <laughs> you mean the best superhero TV show there is? The Netflix original series Daredevil got so much praise and so much applause. And I have watched both seasons. And it's just kind of, except for a few fun moments. No, you said overrated, though. So what's better than Daredevil? I'll get there. The whole show. Name Jacob. one whole show that's Jacob, better. May I speak, please? Yeah, I'm I, can, I can tell you one right now. So uh, It's not The Flash. It's The Flash. No. The Flash is better. No. Even with its season two, it's Flash. a better show. No, but the thing is, Daredevil got so much praise, and it does That's have a lo- it does have some cool moments, but honestly, it's really kind of blah, and I think everyone realized that, especially with the second season of like, oh, it's just going to be Matt sitting around going, I can't kill people. I need to make sure that I don't kill anyone, but I've got to save my city, and I can't kill people. My girlfriend's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Electra. Everyone would rather watch a Punisher show than my show. The Punisher. And <laughs> that's probably true. Punisher, the villains are more interesting than Daredevil ever has Absolutely. Because if you, even like the, even like the non-Daredevil stuff, the, the stuff with Froggy is more interesting than Daredevil. And they but, never, they never explain but, his powers. But Joel, what about the hallway fight scene? That was What impressive. about it? That's <laughs> one of the coolest fight scenes ever. May I confess something? Yeah. I fell asleep during it. Oh, now you might get hate. And, no, and I had to I had to rewind it, rewatch it, because I'm like, everyone says they love it, but I remember it's just this very quiet show. It's a very quiet show. And if you're watching it at night, it's going to lull you It's just sleep. not Brian Regan enough for you? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Yay. Stop lashing out because I'm bashing on your boyfriend. But here's the Brian thing. Brian Regan or? Matt Murdock. Oh, Matt Murdock. Okay. I've actually fallen asleep during Daredevil more times than any other superhero show, with the exception of Arrow. <laughs> I have, yeah. I, w- I will say though the the opening credits fantastic. Like I will not fast forward through that. I love the music. I love the visuals. It's very very cool. And then it gets in the show, and it's good for a couple episodes, but it just drags on. And unless Fisk or Punisher are involved, it's not that great. You're and right. I, I think it's getting a lot of praise for being mediocre. The Electro, that the plotline, the hand plotline, just oh, absolutely terrible. Terrible. But I, I watched it. I, yeah. I watched it entirely. Mm-hmm. It's no. It's not Gotham. Which is terrible. Well, the trouble is, is I can't really defend Daredevil because I don't disagree with you guys. But the trouble is, is we're grading on the curve here, right? Right. Gotham is an abomination, right? (laughs) Arrow is some of the stupidest drivel I've seen, you know, on TV. Period. Because we may be talking about all these shows eventually, and you haven't watched all of Arrow, so. Your Guys, not valid. you forget that I've seen Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. All right, so... I've seen the first season of that, too. Okay. talking. I'm just saying, okay, so you wanted superhero shows. I just pulled up superhero shows that are better than Daredevil. Jessica Jones, better than Daredevil. Uh, I, the Flash, equal. better than Daredevil. 
Greatest American Hero, better than Daredevil. X-Men Cartoon, better than Daredevil. The I Batman series. I don't think that really counts. Better than Daredevil. Still does not count. These are TV shows that are superheroes. They're cartoons. You're talking about Saturday morning cartoons. I'm sorry. Did we say cartoon superhero TV shows or live action superhero TV shows? Or did we just say superhero TV shows? I think shows? we assume we're talking about adult drama TV shows. Wonder Woman. The original Wonder Woman series. Better. F- fighting with your co-host is overrated. <laughs> Auto Man, better than Daredevil. <laughs> All Incredible right, Hulk. Let's, let's hear Turbo Teen is way better than Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> like these are the most ridiculous things ever. You're like back in the seventies, Wonder Woman was way better. Like you've that's true. Have you even watched whoa, whoa, that? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Do not. When was the last Ill. time you watched it? Do not. Speak when was the last time you watched it? Speak ill of Linda Carter, or I will cut you. <laughs> no, I'm I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> you better say that. You want my pick? Is yeah, it my? Is it my? No, hold on, Kent. No, I'm just kidding. Go. If I wanted to upset you, Joel, right? I would say Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Oh, no, that's fine. But I'm going with Jessica Jones here. <gasps> I think this is the most overrated superhero TV show. What? And I'm so glad that all of a sudden you're like, how dare you mess with that, my Netflix superhero no, no, show? No, 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 no. Because Kilgrave, man. Kilgrave. I will give you Kilgrave, just like you gave Daredevil Fisk, just get, like you gave or him Punisher. Punisher. That's fair. Kilgrave is the only good part of that show. He's terrifying. Jessica Jones, I, I'm okay with yeah. the actress, but what does she do? She jumps from places. Really awkwardly, she too. They always really awkwardly. Walls. Yeah. I guess she punches through walls, and it's really... And she really incredibly on. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, thank you, Thanks, guys. Jake. When I, wa- when I watched Jessica Jones, uh, first of all, it was funny because these two were like, should Joel watch it? Oh, I don't know if Joel should watch it. And I'm standing right there, and they're like, I don't know. He might be offended by this part. No, I, I don't think he should watch it. And then Jake's like, no, 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 Joel. I don't know why I'm doing this high-pitched voice. You guys, all, we all the same. <laughs> hey, should, should he watch it? <laughs> hey, hey, Jake, do you... Do I you think, th- I don't know. I don't know if he should watch it. Well, there, there is, it goes a little bit dark with the, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Well, uh, you know, I did, we did and I'm not going to say what I said. Well, no, what you said is every time Luke Cage and Jessica Jones get in a room, you just need to fast forward. Every time Luke Cage and Jessica Jones get in a room, advice. you need to fast forward. Yeah. yeah. And that worked very well for me because, you know, it's like, eh, I don't want to see that stuff. But I, I agree with you, actually. I, you make a good point. Kilgrave, David Tennant is fantastic. And, and it, he is the show. Yeah. Jessica Jones, I'm like, uh, it's a sad story of abuse. What is it with Netflix shows like not really giving us an explanation of their powers. It's like Daredevil can't see, but he can, but he can't. And Jessica Jones is strong, but she's not, but she is. It's like, give it, give us some explanation here. Don't spoon feed it to us. Right. But they really don't kind of set the parameters. So it's hard to tell when they're in danger and when they're not or their abilities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so do you I, think so that's about the same as Daredevil though? I like Daredevil more maybe because there is two seasons. Hmm. Well, and I will say that we say the flash is better, but man, it's, it's starting to turn CW. And it's really bugging me. I know. Like, I know. It was so right. good to start. And then it turned CW. We're going to be in trouble with these categories. <laughs> Got like 20 more to go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be shorter on them. All right. Fast food restaurant. Um, overrated fast food restaurant. Yep. What is your overrated? Let me know if this qualifies as fast food because we did not mention this in our fast food for thought show. Which if you haven't, if you haven't seen, go back or haven't listened to, go back and listen to it. Yes. Jimmy John's. Oh. Fast food? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it it's, works. They say on their packaging, it's like it's freaky crazy, fast. Freaky fast. Yeah. yeah. So Jimmy John's. So fast you'll freak. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's what they say. That's another one. So you, fast you'll freak. You're yeah. from them too much, apparently. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I hate Jimmy John's. And everyone is like, hey, let's get Jimmy John's for lunch. They'll deliver. It's freaky fast. And I'm like, I don't want a mayonnaise sandwich with like a tiny slice of turkey in it. <laughs> They're like, just get it without mayonnaise. I've tried. I said, hey, can I get that with, like, mustard? 
We actually don't have mustard, sir. No, they have mustard, don't they? They have Dijon. They don't actually have yellow mustard because what? they actually took toppings away from their sandwiches so they can make it freaky fast. How hard is it to squeeze yellow no, no, mustard no. versus the, Dijon mustard? The only cheese... This Dijon mustard is 25% faster no, than the yellow it's, mustard. it's one of each. It's one of each. And so it's not a Subway thing at all. They have provolone cheese. That is it. Yeah. You can get yellow mustard packets if you want. From the front of the store, but that is it. Their cookies are good. Good, good cookies. Like, not, not <laughs> no reason fair. to get sandwiches. I mean, like Jimmy John's is over its hiatus, right? Like, I mean, it's over its hiatus. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> kind of over over the, the peak, yeah, the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't you know, know. but still... you've hated it the whole time, the whole time. Yeah, so you know, I'm okay with the bread. Give you props for that. But when the bread is basically we, we, we made should... out of mayonnaise, <laughs> like I think it's so gross. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, we should also mention why we feel it's, why like because we're saying overrated, but we're kind of just bashing on it. We probably should mention <laughs> how popular they are in some form or another. Like They're freaky popular. <laughs> yeah. I no, think everybody knows. I mean, no, this is common knowledge. It's, it's kind of fun to bash on Subway. Right. There's really no more Quiznos left. Blimpy's gone. I, I miss Quiznos. And so when people are like, let's get a sandwich, oh, we're not doing Subway. Let's get Jimmy John's. Gandolfo's? Which is like $17 for half a sandwich. Mostly gone, too. Yeah. So people are like, let's get Jimmy John's. And I'm like, no, 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 please, no. No. I'll do anything else. I'll go to Beto's instead of going <laughs> no, to Jimmy Ken, John's. please. Friends don't let friends go to Beto's. <laughs> All right, Joel, let's go to you. All right. It should be no surprise if you listen to the Fast Food for Thought podcast, <laughs> what I'm about to say. Waiting for this. And I, I will say it with one word. Fresh. Say it, say it how you really want to it's say it. so fresh. <laughs> in and out Burger. Okay, I'm sorry. If you're listening to this show and you're getting mad at me because I said In-N-Out Burger is overrated because people love it, it's because you've basically been brainwashed to believe that it is the freshest fresh that's ever freshed. <laughs> I could not have a It's conf- freshed up. And for those of you who didn't listen to the podcast last time, that's my big argument is that every time I talk to people about in and out You Burger, say, why do you like In-N-Out so much? I cannot have a conversation about In-N-Out Burger without the other person saying, it's so fresh. I'm like, what about their milkshakes? Fresh. Fries? Fresh. Lettuce fresh. Why do you hate them? I hate them because it, it's not that I hate them. I actually will eat it in an out burger. Yeah. I have no problem with it. Price is good. Yeah, price is fine. Lettuce and is crisp. People are nice. And fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Very fresh, I've heard. Fresh. <laughs> That's why they wouldn't expand to Utah, actually, is because they couldn't get the fresh food oh, out I, hate, the door. I thought they hated Mormons. No, no, no. They, well, it's funny because, actually, I don't know if you guys know about Chatters. C-H-A-D-D-E-R-S. Was it in Orem? It was an American Fork. Okay. And it was a complete knockoff of In-N-Out Burger. And it had the same colors, the same menu, essentially. Like, it really was ripping them off. And they actually sent lawyers there to kind of ask for, I think it was an animal-style double-double protein, whatever. And they gave it to them. Like, they ordered off menu, and they still gave it to them. And they were like, okay. So they, they sued them. They shut down chatters, and they got rid of them. And I think they kind of went, well, there's a market here. So they've actually kind of expanded headquarters in various locations, and one of them's in Draper, Utah now. Now we have In-N-Out Burgers everywhere, because it used to be a novelty. Yes. Like, yeah. we got Go chatters. to Vegas, and you have to go to In-N-Out. We go yeah. to St. Yeah, George, and they're like, they got, they got an In-N-Out in St. George. It's so fresh. We need to go there. <laughs> Which is funny, because Jack in the Box, it's like people see a Jack in the Box, like, we'll eat there, because it's not here, but it's the opposite of fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jack in the Box. Okay. It's fine. Jack in the Box is fine, but I don't get the... Lo- Two like, tacos, 99 yeah. cents. <laughs> I knew you'd say it's like squirrel meat, you know, (laughs) squirrel meat, your favorite. And then people are like, but it's got the secret menu. Oh, the secret menu. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not big on grilled onions. And so the secret menu has no appeal to me. You know, Joel, I think you've actually marketed for them a little bit, though, because every time I go by In-N-Out now, I think so fresh. I think so so fresh. Well, and it's not like I don't like them because I do, but I just don't get the it's so much better than any other burger place out there. I'm like, five guys is better. 
If McDonald's is on par. I will only ever get drive through in and out if I have to go directly home. Like if I have to fill up my gas tank in between getting a burger, <laughs> I won't get it. Otherwise because it's soggy. It's soggy and disgusting. The fries are cold and gross. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a definitely eat at their place. And the people are super nice. I love the service there. It's almost creepy cultish how nice they are. Right. But, and then I eat the food and it's fine. It's not really filling. It's got that Wendy's thing where I kind of feel like I'm eating air at some point. Okay. Unless I get a four, four by four, double, double, quad, protein style, animal style. <laughs> no. Get over, get uh, over right. in and out Burger, everybody. It's just <laughs> the same as every other burger place, but with less meat. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, it's hard to know how Joel feels about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next category. SNL cast member. Oh, Who wow. was the most... Overrated. And we're going alum here too, right? For sure. Oh, yeah. I think it's kind of an all-time thing. on the Yeah, because who yeah. knows the cast members now? I think, uh, is Adam Sandler still on it? Probably. <laughs> Which I, I'm pretty sure that's what you're going to say. But I'm going to say Tina Fey. Wow, that's I say Tina a Fey. brave choice. Well, and wow. it's, because, it's because she did Weekend Update. She was great on it. She was a head writer, which is great. She really didn't do much on the show. And yet people applaud her as one of the greatest SNL cast members of all time because of what she's done after. Yeah, because of her success after. But Which is reasonable. On, on SNL, completely, like, she's overrated. She, I, I looked up a bunch of lists of greatest SNL performers, mm-hmm. and she was near the top, like, top five every time. You know, it's mostly for, like, coming back as Sarah Palin, right? Which, once again, wasn't that great. Like she would. What? That was, was great. It wasn't. She put on a Minnesota accent and kind of looked like her. And people were like, kind of that looked is like so her. Spot on. It's because well, I'm saying she looked like her, and so that's what the gimmick was. When they stood where, next to each other, I could hardly tell which one was which. <laughs> well, you know, that's your issues. But he's right, <laughs> Jake. You're right. No, right. I mean, yeah. I no, that's a legendary thing. No, it was good. It was just overplayed. I'm thinking if you it already, was way overplayed. If for you sure, look like the character, if you look like the character, it's not much of a stretch to put on a, a you know sure a wig and a dress. No, and be like, and I'm the character. No, it was great. Right. It was great luck. Is what I'm much it was. more impressed with like you know Kate McKinnon doing an Ellen impersonation or something like that. That's hilarious. That was yes, hilarious. It's, yeah. it's different, but yeah, Tina Fey's fine. I actually do enjoy her comedy. I think she's really funny on Thirty Rock. I I applaud her for being one of the greatest head writers at SNL. But I do feel like she's overrated as a cast member on the show because it was Weekend Update, and that was pretty much it. Can I ask for something real quick? Sure. Could I get a high five? You said Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Oh. oh I thought you were going to go Will Ferrell. I thought you were going to say Adam Sandler. Heavens, no. They both, they both had their highlights on the show. Adam Sandler, remember, this was my age. When Adam Sandler was on the show. What's your age again? <laughs> well, basically 13 forever. <laughs> but when I was 13, that was the time. That was, that was my, those were my SNL years. We're In taking fact, off so many people right now. Yeah. But Adam Sandler, I mean, even the David Spade era. I mean, you know, Mike, Mike, Mike you know, Michael Myers, Mike Myers, not Mike Michael Myers, because he'd be wearing a mask, <laughs> killing people. Chris Farley, those that was my age. Whereas Tina Fey, she was head writer, and the Weekend Update was funny. But every time she'd say something funny on Weekend Update, and I also hate Jimmy Fallon on the show too, because he can never really hold it together. You said on the show, but I don't think you meant on the show. I think you just hate Jimmy I, Fallon. I do. I hate both of them. Honestly, what? and but you can't hate them. Tina Fey always knows when she's saying something funny, and she has to let you know it through her face. Like she's so smug, she likes the smell of her own farts. Whoa! I'm just putting it out there. Welcome to the 13 year old bacon cell, everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? She, she likes the smell of her own farts. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening on the show? It's late. <laughs> uh, I think she is so smug. Thirty Rock. I never thought I'd Thirty hear. Rock for me is unto- intolerable. Really? Yeah. No, I, I like Thirty Rock. 
to no. a point. It got kind of dumb near the end. And but. I mean, clearly we've been burned I think, in recent years. Yeah, but, with sisters yeah. and stuff like that. Yes. And I think Mean Girls is a very clever comedy. I think it's one of the greatest Flash comedies. in the pan. But that's the thing. It's like it was, it was fine. Like it, it, no, I like that movie. What I'm saying is like everything she's done since is fine or bad. Yeah. But I try to think even sketches when she was the head writer. And I'm like, nothing really rings out. You know, nothing is memorable. And yet people put her on a pedestal as like one of the greatest cast members of all time. I think she got lucky with the Sarah Palin stuff. She was good at it, but it was so overplayed. It was overplayed. She she retired the character like nine times. Yeah. And then, and then came brought back. it back every time. And it's just like, yeah. So Tina Fey. Okay. Wow. I didn't know we were going to agree on these. Yeah. All Maybe. Right. Next category. Yep. Teen heartthrob <laughs> and male teen yes, heartthrob. We, yeah, we did say male teen heartthrob. <laughs> Just everyone's listening, going, Wait, "You went from SNL alum <laughs> to male teen to male heartthrob." These heartthrob. do not make sense, but All right, okay, go. Here first. they are. Oh, this is so weird. But there's for me, there's only one guy that's the most overrated, and that's Devin Sawa. <gasps> My wife loves Devin Sawa. No, she doesn't. She does. That is her celebrity crush from when she was a kid. And that is why he's overrated. The guy, the kid. Now, can you explain who Devin Sawa is? Because I'll admit, I did not know when she said my teen crush was Devin Sawa. I was like, who's that? She's like, Casper. I'm like, the CGI ghost? Yes. But he appeared in Casper for the last two and a half minutes when he had a slow dance with Christina Ricci. And they floated. And they floated. Yeah. And he was just your typical kid that like went to acting school and had a cool butt cut. Yep. And all the girls thought he was cute. It's kind of like the time when Prince William was a thing. But was it Casper that won them all over? Now and then. Oh, I hate that movie. Where he also had a fling with Christina Ricci. And I, I, I'm just going to put this out there. Here's some. You know, it's one of my worst hated movies of all time. Oh, yeah, I know. Here's, here's, a, here's a Kenny confession right here. Christina Ricci. I had the biggest crush on her when I was a kid. Well, who didn't? When who, the, who didn't? Okay, good. Because okay, yeah. I thought it was super weird. No. I thought I was like stage crew style. No, 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 no. No, when it's... I'm like 15, I was like, Hello. Yes, you know? Christina Ricci. And that thing is, I, like, even now I see her. I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, it's those a are weird voices in your head, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> speak out loud! Speak out loud! Oh my gosh! I'm just I'm looking at his uh, IMDb page here. Well, if I may explain, he okay, sure. I'm looking at pictures of him, and this makes no sense to me. He was no. You're looking at pictures of him now because when he turned about 16 years old, puberty ruined this kid. Because he was, you know, he's a cute kid. All the girls liked him. That could be said for a lot of people. Yeah. His face. There you go, Jacob. There's pictures of Devin Sawa as a kid. So look at that butt cut. That golden butt cut right there. He basically looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. So is that is that why your wife liked you? Because of the butt cut? Yeah. <laughs> I guess he did have a butt cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was about she that long. She didn't know me when I had a butt cut. I had this hairstyle. I had these clothes. Yeah, that's, what, that's who I thought of when I saw you. When you held that up, I was like, oh, that's you from like 15 years ago. How do you know me from 15 years ago? Listen. You've shown me pictures. All the time. Yeah, you're, you're always showing me <laughs> The pictures. high school dance pictures you show us <laughs> yeah. all the time. Oh, those are on Facebook. Were you doing like back to back, like, huh? Yeah. Arms folded? Yeah. yeah. It was the 90s. If you didn't do that, you weren't cool. It left yeah, an I impression. Too. Yeah. But Devin Sawa, he had like two movies that he was in, and he was apparently cute. Mm-hmm. And then he turned into just this awkward 16, 17 year old, and right. then is now. Um, well, and that's the thing. Is, meth face. I actually, yeah, Google him now. I, don't it do is it. very entertaining. <laughs> I uh, I was going to put Devin Sawa, but then I went, he can't be overrated because I didn't know who he was. Like, he wasn't, like, on my radar. He is one of those people that come up every time I ask. They're like, well, with JTT, and JTT is kind of a joke, right? Well, J- But yeah. then they go, no, really, it was Devin Sawa. Because yeah. back in when I saw Now and Then, 
I wanted JTT to be my boyfriend. was not the joke. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was not the joke. He was a legitimate teen heartthrob. It was Zachary Ty Bryan I never quite understood. Uh, Come on. brother on Home Improvement. Yeah. Um, and also another not one. Not Tara Noah no Smith? No. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. I know. Um, my wife also said that I should put Ryan Felipe as the teen heartthrob. Was he heart- a thing? He was apparently a big thing because she went, oh, yes, really? you should put him. I was looking at a list of teen heartthrobs and she was like, yes, put him. He's so but, lifeless. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember him was being a, like in a teen movie. Cruel Intentions, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he was. He, he was on a lot of uh, Teen Beat, Tiger Beat magazine oh, covers Tiger or whatever. Beat. Good but, times. Uh, I actually, I'm going to put one that's going to date me a bit. I'm going to say Johnny Depp. And it's because my older sister was obsessed with Johnny Depp as a teen actor when he was in all those. Like Crybaby. She had a Crybaby poster yeah. on her wall. And it was all about Johnny Depp. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't understand the appeal of a guy who looks like he'll cut himself and then cut you. <laughs> Like it was that uh, too was soon that before or after soon. Edward. But, I mean, that's, it's alleged. Yeah. But like she loved 21 Jump Street. And I remember I just didn't get the appeal. And then Johnny Depp became this thing where everyone loved Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. And as a teen heartthrob, I didn't quite understand it. I, I thought he was cool, but I didn't get the team heartthrob set because I was like, he seems like he's broken. And uh, <laughs> he seems Apparently, like he's broken. Just emotionally. But then, right. you know, and nowadays he may be overrated as an actor, but that's a whole different broken thing. Savvy. I don't know if anyone overrates him now. I think it is time has come and gone. I think five years yep. ago, yes. Yes. They would have overrated him. But now it's kind of like, okay, maybe he doesn't have the magic he had before. Right. Which makes me kind of sad because he was interesting. He for should a long probably time bring there. back that strand of hair that goes over one eye, just that one strand that makes him look all dark and intense. Yeah. 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 The greaser look. Yes. All right. Next category Jake, is... Do you have one? If you have any of these, you, you should bring them up. You're welcome to jump in. Because oh, I, I know I there's will. some teen heartthrobs you want to bring up, too. <laughs> I literally could think of no one. Have you canceled your subscription to Tiger Beat Magazine yet? It's now online. Yes. By the way, it's now online, duh. <laughs> is it? Want, is it really? Is Tiger Beat still around? We're about to find out. Because <laughs> you're going to look it up. I'm looking it up I now. almost said, hey... Oh, uh, it is TigerBeat.com. It's a thing. Ariana Grande's on the homepage. It really is a thing? Joe Jonas. What is it, from like four years ago? Who's Joe Jonas? I don't know. He's By the way, we know who Joe Jonas is, but... He's it's... one of the Hanson guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're All just right. playing around. Right. Next category. All right. Uh, overrated album. Oh. Oh, oh this, one, this one's kind of a closer because it's going to make a lot of people mad. This is bad. You're up. I am? Yeah. Oh, Okay. So this is once again, it's going, these are all going to kind of, you know, show my age a little more because I'm not going with ones that are popular now. I'm going with ones that I looked on a list that said was some of the greatest albums of all time. Yes. And, I'm, and I love this band. I love them with a passion. And I feel like they're, they are one of the greatest bands of all time, without a doubt. So you're not saying the greatest band of all time, but one of the greatest. This is probably the greatest band of all time. Okay. So I'm going to try to guess the album. Can I? Yes, please do. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. No, no. What? Okay. Then what? I thought you were. I thought you were going Beatles too. I am. <laughs> the White Album. It's the White Album. Totally right. The White. Uh, and I, my, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Spencer. I'm so sorry, Brandon. I'm so sorry, my dad. I'm so sorry that I'm saying this. <laughs> You're out of the family. I feel like <laughs> it because while I love uh, back in the USSR, Obladi Oblada, while my guitar gently weeps, Blackbird, and the birthday song. We play the birthday song every year. That's the tradition. The brothers will call each other and wake each other up with the birthday song. But then for every for those songs, then you have the ridiculous ones like Rocky Raccoon and the bland ones like Happiness is a Warm Gun and the obnoxious ones like Revolution Number Nine. Which Ugh. if you don't know Revolution Number Nine, don't it's John Lennon it. just going number nine, number nine, number nine. Number nine for like seven minutes Ugh. with backing musical stuff going on. Have you gone through their discography at all, Jake? Did you ever have a Beatles phase? No, no. I mean, like I've listened through everything and then I'm like, not good, not good. Skip. Oh, this is great. 
That, yeah. that hurts really? my heart. That hurts my heart because I love the Beatles so much. Well, at least locally here. I don't know how it is in Missouri or wherever you were. Amish <laughs> you country. know where I was. They listen like, to log hitting. Like back when. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> back when their anth- <laughs> back when their anthology came out, like it was such a resurgence for them, and everyone ate up their stuff. And that's when I really got into it. Really, and it lasted like two years. And then I was like, oh, okay. See, I remember I, that. My, my family, mm-hmm. my family, huge Beatle fans. Everyone mm-hmm. is a Beatle fan in my family, and we loved them. And then when they came up with the new song in the nineties yeah. with that anthology, Free we were like, yes, as a bird. which I love. Free as yeah. a bird, I love uh, right. real love. Like they were good songs. But this one, uh, just to give you a little history on this, this is actually the, the you can ha- practically hear the breakup of the Beatles on this album. This is when it all happened. This is when Yoko Ono came in. Like, the, I think the majority of the tracks on this album, which there are 30 tracks, so five songs that I like out of 30 tracks, that's why I feel it's a little, little written. People love this. Yeah. It's on all the greatest album lists. And yet this one is just bad. And like, they're experimenting with music, which is fine, but don't put it on an album if it's terrible. But... Uh, anyway, I was saying a lot of the tracks on here do not have the entire band. Ringo walked out for a while. John walked out for a while. Really? Like, they were all fighting during these. And the the producer left for a bit. Like, honestly, it's not great. And I, I feel bad saying that because there's so many good songs that the Be- Beatles have amazing, amazing discography. Like, all their albums. I love them. And I, I, I listen to almost all of them. I have almost all of them on my, on my iPod. But this one, I only have a few select tracks because I can't take the rest of the album. So five out of thir- five tracks out of 30 songs, I'm going to have to say White Album is overrated. You're in the firing range right now. I am. Can I give my honorable mention too just to get really ticked y- off? Yeah, do it. Uh, yeah. Mel- Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness by Smashing Pumpkins. Five good songs out of 28, also not doing very well. There's 28 songs on that? It's yeah. a double album. I'd actually totally disagree with you because this was, back in, this was back in the day when you know I had enough money for two months to buy one album. And so because that 28 songs, I would dedicate all my time to listening to every song. Right. And so like the deep, deep tracks, which were all kind of weird. Yeah. They only come out at night, stuff like that. See, and by Starlight, I love oh, Star- by Starlight. It's so good. Uh, and so every, okay, there were some of the harder tracks on the, those albums that right. I didn't care for. But I mean, it's for me, it's nostalgia. And, it, it, and that's the thing is I love certain songs I mean, still there. five good songs skip, skip, on skip, any skip, album skip, 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 is skip. kind of a win. Well, that's five for me. It's, but it's a five out of 28. That's not a very good average if you put it to a regular album. Yeah, but that's 2.5. Yeah. Which okay, I, I'll give you that. I had a rule growing up that I could not buy a CD unless I liked at least two songs on there. So I'd go to Blockbuster Music and listen oh. to the album and be like, yeah, I know I like that one. And I, I think I like this one too. I'll buy it. Oh, you'd actually buy stuff? I'd be like, I'm probably going to buy this. Can I hear it? And then i just walk away as soon as I was done hearing it. I, I bought a couple. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I found some great songs, some deep cuts on that. All, All right. right. Mine is Sgt. Pepper's and Lonely Hearts Club Band. No, we both picked the Beatles. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Why would you pick Sgt. Pepper's, though? I was this close this morning to picking the White Album. Wow. And then I was like, you know what? I don't. I actually kind of hate Sgt. Pepper's because it started the whole weird, quirky British thing that so many bands have tried to replicate and ruin music for a little bit. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say this. Day in the Life is probably one of my favorite Beatles songs. Really? Yes. Because huh. it's just fun. Right? It's not revolution number nine. Ugh. Number nine? Number but, but nine? Kind of like you, like, yes, there's not 30 songs, but there are 13. And a lot of the Sgt. Peppers happens twice. And there, yeah, so out of 13 songs, there's maybe three good ones. And for me, that ratio wasn't enough. I get by with a little help from my friends. Yeah, Ringo's song. It, it's good, but the, you know, Joe Cocker one is better. Oh. I'm just putting it out there. No, okay. I got to say it's getting better, you know, getting better all the time. It's... It's an okay song, but it's dull. For the benefit 
of Mr. Kite. I is like on that this. one. Really? I like that song. That's what I'm saying. Ugh. I'm looking at the track listing here, if I may, because there's only there's only uh, thirteen. So Sergeant Pepper, Lonely Heart, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Combined, with a little help from my friends, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, I Getting hate, Better. I hate Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Fixing a Hole, She's Leaving Hole, Benefit of, Being the Benefit of Mr. Kite, uh, Within You, Without You, When I'm 64, Lovely Rita, Good Morning, Good Morning, The Reprise, and A Day in the Life. I hate Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. <gasps> I hate it. Why? It's it's the worst. It's not. You're like, I mean, it's just me. It's the worst. It's not the worst. Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> But I would agree. I think these two are some of the most overrated albums of all time. Which, man, I wish you wouldn't have picked the Beatles because now no. I feel like I would pick, I should have picked the, something the else. The Beatles are peaks and valleys. The like, Beatles are great the greatest songs. band of all time. They're not, but... Who's the greatest band of all time? I'm not going to go there right no, now. No, just say, who's the greatest band of all time? No, it's very clearly Nickelback. <laughs> so, oh, no, that's on record now. <laughs> yes, it is. That's getting, that's getting a big, it's so close. But I'm saying, when Nickelback. they're great, they're some of the greatest songs ever. And with hooks, generally... But when they're just average, they're awful songs. They're terrible. No. Yes. No. Anyways, next category. That was pretty good. I don't think I can make eye contact with Kent for a while. We both big Beatles. Hey. That's why I feel bad. You want me to throw one out too? Yeah. Thriller. I will say, I will say having the album of Thriller, which I do own, I don't have the entire album on there because there's some really awesome songs. Iconic, amazing, wonderful songs. And then there's ones I just have to skip because I can't take them. Yeah, even even the most iconic ones. Like I'm like, yeah, it's it's good. Oh, ooh, you're crazy. You're crazy because yeah, it no. has my wrestling entrance music. Want to be starting something? Want to be starting something? Wait, wait, you want to be starting something? You a vegetable? I don't know. That kind of annoys me. It has the girl is mine. The doggone girl is mine. Thriller, of course. Beat it, Billy Jean. Human nature. No, Billy Jean. I'm with you on Billy Jean. Not beat it though. Beat it's okay. Of, oh! nine, of nine tracks here, there's five good ones. Get off the show. <laughs> Whatever Beatles hitter. <laughs> one, I'm not in hate them. I don't hate the Beatles. There's at least five good tracks on a nine track album. That's good odds. That's yeah, but good. it's like, I don't. It, no, and I, I understand it, it did make a lot of greatest lists, and I do understand what you're saying, Jacob. So I'm not going to argue with you. That's It's valid opinion, yeah. but saying beat it is not that so good. You want to be starting something. You want to be starting something. Is that Aaron Neville doing <laughs> Michael Jackson? I don't know much. <laughs> you want to be starting <laughs> something. <laughs> Seriously, how long? Can you guys listen to like a whole vegetable. MJ album like through and you're, and you're, and you're happy yes. with that? Yeah? You have to realize I was, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan as a kid, and he was a huge fan of me probably. But probably. <laughs> Yikes. Probably. <laughs> Probably watching Family, Heaven now. Family friendly. Joel. I, I do. I generally don't like greatest hit, hits albums. But <laughs> did you just family friendly yourself? <laughs> he did, he I totally did. did. I'm gonna let that go. I don't really like greatest hits albums, but History Volume One and Two, I love. I love it. Anyways, okay. let's right. move on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to move on. Uh, tech craze. Tech craze. What's the most overrated tech craze right now? Believe you're first on this. 3D anything. 3D printing. 3D printing. Yeah. It's still just kind of fun. I, I, I okay. it, it just seems dumb to I buy. I want to clarify midway through the show here. We're not saying that it's like we hate these things and they're terrible. It's just like they're way overrated. I just want to clarify that again. Well, are, they, are they worthy of the hype? There is and some the cool no, stuff. And on. honestly, it is cool when people are able to get like prosthetics with 3D printing. Right. That is awesome. Right. And it's, it's a very good thing. But generally, it's like, hey, you for at least $1,000, you can buy this box that spends days on printing a cool sword that you could have bought on eBay for $13. <laughs> Let someone else print it is what you're saying. Yeah. Or just buy something that's not all, has all these ridges and stuff. And I'm sorry, we have friends that, you know, 3D, that have 3D printers. Yeah. I love you guys. 
But it's in. It seems like a waste, and the technology is nowhere near where it could be. It does seem like a lot of effort, yes. to be yeah. sure. But I mean, but if you're into making collectibles or making unique things, I mean, it's kind of a novelty Ma- that way. Reminds- making knickknacks that are odd colors. Yeah. Well, you can paint them. No, that reminds me of my friends, like in college, that had like Warhammer toys, and they'd get out of the little microscope and they'd start painting with their needle brush. Which props to them because that's you know. But it's just it's, it's a ton of work. It's a hobby. I don't really see the draw. All right. So. I guess I'd say 3D printing, but really 3D movies. Not that that's a current tech race. 3D but movies, yeah. ugh. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, Joel. I'm going to say Snapchat. Like, honestly, I, 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 I sound like an old man, and I'm like, the filters are funny, but I feel like that's all they really have going for them. And like, their thing was, for the longest time, was like, you can send a picture or a video, and then it will be deleted. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, they're starting to merge with the, the memories, where you can actually start putting a timeline in there. It's kind of blurring the line between... It's basically... Snapchat is a kid version of Instagram is kind of how I see it. Hmm. And I just feel like it's one of those flash-in-the-pan social media things that doesn't have as much staying power. I think it'll be bought out by someone else, by one of the bigger ones. It's stuck around longer than I expected already, actually. Yeah. And so, I'm, and this is coming from a guy who doesn't use Snapchat, so... Can't. I have it, and it's stupid. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I will pull up Snapchat because it's a social media app on my phone, and I'll go, right. uh, let's see if people from my old job snapped. And I was like, oh, that was stupid, stupid, stupid. And I would just, oh, sorry, everyone. I hope you're not listening. <laughs> but I would just actually just go through it just so I can click through and have nothing, no notifications right. or anything. Which, and I, I don't even like their icon, that little ghosty thing with the yellow. Yeah. And then people put that as their as their avatar on Twitter, and I'm just like, that's just obnoxious. Stop yeah. that. So, no, huh. good call. Yeah. All right. Snapchat. All right, most overrated classic film. Overrated classic film. I'll yep. go first on this one. And so I want to read off to you the 10 highest grossing films of all time adjusted for inflation. Does that make them classic? Highest grossing or? Highest grossing adjusted for inflation. Okay. Of all time. So you going to read these to you. And you tell me which one does not belong in this list. Gone with the Wind. Avatar. <laughs> Star Wars. Titanic. The Sound of Music. E.T., the extraterrestrial. The Ten Commandments, Jaws, Snow White, and Dr. Zhivago. What? You've never heard of Dr. Zhivago? Yeah, because it's terrible. This movie does not belong in the ten highest grossing films of all time. I do not understand it. I watched it. I, I saw the list and I was like, yeah, I've seen all those movies. I understand why all of them are in there for one form or another. Avatar, it's because, you know, sure. it was one of the big 3D ones and everyone wanted to go see it and there was inflated ticket prices. But this is adjusted for inflation, so even then, it's still pretty high up there. But Dr. Zhivago? That's ridiculous. That movie is drivel, unmemorable, and, and yes, annoying. But the plot is completely incomprehensible. The actors have no chemistry, and it's the same sappy music for 197 minutes. It is weird that we talked about remakes and reboots recently, but Dr. Zhivago's been remade so many times, and no one seems to care about, like, no. don't mess with the classic. Everyone's like... I don't even remember watching that. Maybe high school. No, and it's not one that people, like, it's, it's on the highest grossing movie of all time, which means it was very popular. And people put it in one of these classic films things all the time. Because it's on that list, I'm pretty much like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen it, but it's probably good. But the thing about it is it does not deserve any, it doesn't deserve to be on that list. It's overrated. Don't watch it. It's not a good movie. It's okay. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say it's like the worst movie ever. Sure, sure. Two stars, you know. All right, for mine, now I said, what about? Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good choice. But we're talking about movies. We're not talking about uh, great Sad 90s. Said, I think Deep Blue Something. Deep Blue Remember the yeah, film. Yeah. Most overrated Deep Blue Something song. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> I thought it was Dishwalla all along. <laughs> oh, they're the ones. Tell me all your thoughts yeah. of God. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow, too much singing on this weird overrated show. I can't yeah, wait I for the, the 90s singing. show. <laughs> the 90s music show, yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's. I didn't watch it until our Oscar challenge. And so it's, it's a very recent view. Is that an Oscar? Is that a yeah. Best Picture winner? Yes. That didn't really? win Best Picture, did it? I think so. I'm checking. Or I just watched it for my personal AFI list. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> I will. I'll do that while you're talking about it. I was thinking, man, Audrey Hepburn, she's an icon. The mm-hmm. imagery of her in that movie is classic. Yes. This movie must be pretty sensational. Mm-mm. Uh, pretty racist. <laughs> Extraordinarily <laughs> so. I mean, wildly so. Like, <laughs> right. look around at your neighbor. Like, is this really what we're watching? And it's a story about trying to get a prostitute out of uh, her rut. They never say that's a prostitute. But it, but it, it kind of threw me for a loop because halfway through the movie, I go, wait, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. Because it was so subtle. Like, I, I couldn't really tell. And then in the end, I'm like, this is all the way a mistake. I wanted to yell at the main character and be like, get out of there. Get out of there. She's all the way trouble. And not because I was into the movie, just because I was like, it felt dry to me. It was yeah. stupid it people like dealing with stupid things. Precisely. <laughs> That's exactly right. Did it win an Oscar? Can it you tell? Was, it wasn't even nominated. Okay. Then I don't know why I watched it. It must be AFI. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I was going to say that year it was actually West Side Story one. So okay. Good on them. See, so yeah, Breakfast at Tiffany's, it's, it's always regarded well in these lists. Can't, you know, I, I thought our relationship was going downhill. I thought we were, you know, we didn't have much in common, but now I realize we both hate breakfast at Tiffany's and that's the one thing we got. Oh, that was good. That's like, yeah. I, I completely agree. That's the agree. one thing we, I, I mean, I, I can't believe I didn't even think of that. Cause I remember watching going, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. So different reasons, but I think we can both agree that these are both overrated films. Right. Yeah. I think it deserves a high five. Even though we didn't agree, but yes, we'll high yes. five for it. Yeah. Lawrence of Arabia, Citizen Kane. Those are those are a couple choices for me. Shut your mouth right yeah. now. How dare you? It's so easy to bag on Citizen Kane, but it did things well. The cinematography alone is fantastic. You hit a nerve. Yeah, but the story this, sucks. This is, this is like Daredevil. For I don't you. think the story it's all sucks technical. at all. No, no, they have they have this one, is a, a procedural before there were procedurals feats. were even invented. No, like it was this? a technical feat. It was not a story. Citizen feat. Kane is. His Daredevil, Jacob. I'm putting this in perspective for you. Yeah. It's all about the villains. <laughs> so you kind of <laughs> so you kind of sort of care, but not really. Is I will that actually, what it is? Jacob, I'll actually disagree with you as well. I think Citizen Kane is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Greatest film of all time? No. No. no absolutely but, not. Oh, well, well then, then it's overrated. No. Guys, is it overrated? No. You just said it's not the no, greatest think, film of all time. Guys, and that's what people call it. I Dude. think no, actually they don't because it's not number one anymore. And What's so, number one? Vertigo. If you really? go by sight and sound. Vertigo's overrated. Wow. That's crazy. We need to move on. Okay, move on. We do have more move movies on. to, we have to go plenty in. to go through. We got to hurry. All uh, right. I'll have to be careful throwing these these out. Yeah, don't end on a dud. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. I mean, the, anyways, that, that's what I mean. <laughs> no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm ready. Uh, horror movie. Okay, uh, I'll go first. Um, I know what Joel's is. What I think. Okay. If it's not, then I probably would have chosen it. You because probably I should have chosen because I, I don't think I don't think it's what you think. Mine. Is, it came out in 1978, and it's Dawn of the Dead. So this is George A. Romero's sequel to Night of the Living Dead. Yes. Came out 10 years after the original movie. I'm a fan of Night of the Living Dead. I don't think Night of the Living Dead is overrated at all. No, Night of the Living Dead is fantastic. I think the black and white works. Yeah. All the characters work really well. The ending. The ending is awesome. It is. It is. It, it's a scary movie. It's very brutal. Scary. And then for his next it's very one. very slow, but very scary. For his next one, I think George Romero, who's like, I'm only famous because of zombies. So 10 years later, I'm going to make a sequel. And he was like. Well, people really like the race stuff in that first movie, so I need another message, and it's going to be about mass consumerism. So this one takes place in a mall. There are four survivors fighting their way out, you know, and they it's kind of funny because it's in a mall, but Mm -hmm. the zombie effects are are absolutely terrible. It's 
hard to watch. I watched this one maybe twice in my life. Once right. when I was like 17, I really got into old horror movies. And then yep. maybe maybe 10 years ago, both times, because I tried to give it another chance after I saw the it's new bad. Dawn of the Dead. It's bad. And because this is so highly regarded, way, way over the 2004 Dawn of the Dead. Right. Because it's so classic and what it says about our society is great. It's tacky and boring. Yes. And the zombies are blue. They're blue. They have blue makeup on. That's well, the zombie. And it was made for like $17, I swear. Yeah. If I may express my unpopular opinion, I feel like everything post Night of the Living Dead by George A. Romero is overrated or garbage. Accurate. Totally accurate. Like Night of the Living Dead was a revolution. And then he kept trying to hit that key, and it just didn't work again. Once again, horror critics are like, Land of the Dead is is great. It's a great commentary. Zombies become, yeah, yeah. But no, and it's one of the few cases where I feel like the remake of Dawn of the Dead in 2004 is far superior it's to the so original good. Dawn of the Dead. So good choice. Good choice, Kent. I didn't pick It Follows. You didn't pick It Follows. No, I didn't pick It Follows. I'm so shocked. Because that one, I don't think, I think it's going to be forgotten before it can become overrated. Okay. Because it was that flash in the pan. Oh, it's so yeah. scary. And for like, the mm. year, it was overrated. Oh, yeah, that's for the year. Oh, terrible. I actually picked Friday the 13th. And, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking about the original, but I'm talking about the franchise. I'm with you, but I'm also not. Because... I, I was so excited. Like, I'm a horror movie fan. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I watched all the time as a kid, and I was, like, really enthralled with this movie. Like, it was on USA <laughs> around Halloween. They play mm-hmm. all those Nightmare on Elm Streets, and I get to watch them all and all that. And then I was so excited to watch the original Friday the 13th, and then I watched it, and I was like, wow, this is bad. And I don't understand how this spawned 12 other movies, a video game, a TV show, soundtracks. Like, and, and I get what you're saying there. I just don't think if people think, like, the great horror films, they think... Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street from that time era, the slasher era. I mean, Friday and, the 13th was a knockoff from the beginning, right? Oh, but it was a knockoff, it's, it's, but it's a cashing grab from Halloween. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. it did make so much money. So I, I can say because it did so well and got so many sequels, yes, it might be overrated and people probably think of it in the same the films pinnacle, have, but you this know. This is the one where Kevin Bacon stabbed, right? Yeah, right. right the yeah. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, the yeah. films have grossed over $465 million at the box office. Wow. Which doesn't seem like a lot, actually, but they're That's, horror For the time, not a lot. But yeah, yeah. for the time. For, That's all of them you're saying. Yeah. The films. Uh, I have fond memories of number seven, so we're just going to leave it right there. <laughs> yes. Let's leave it there. I am intrigued. But I, I, I don't know. I just, Jason, I appreciate, as a Halloween lover, I appreciate Jason as a, one yes. of the great slashers. But the movies never, all, any Friday the 13th I've seen, I've been disappointed I actually by. really like the concept of this mother getting revenge for her son who died when bad these, these counselors were doing their thing. Yeah, but it's just so poorly done. Yeah. It was just poorly done. It's not done. good. So overrated. I'm sorry. Friday the 13th is not my thing. Hmm. Okay. She does look very motherly, though, doesn't she? Oh, so she's wearing like these Cosby's. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear. All right. Uh, let's go to classic video game. Classic video game. Oh, it's me first, isn't it? I may anger some people with this one, but I'm going to say it anyway. Legend of Zelda. <gasps> wow. I don't think you're allowed to sing that. Now repeat that for 12 hours. No, I. Wow, that's early. That's like a dangerous turn. You set that up for like just darkness. I did. No, Legend of Zelda was one of those games. It was the gold cartridge. It looked so different. It was so cool. And you have Link who has the cool shooting sword. And then you walk around and walk around and walk around 
and then get lost and then walk around and then you do get lost a and, lot. And, but and you can find at least five of the eight castles <laughs> without using the Nintendo oh, Power Map. Okay, I challenge anyone out there no, to no. say they beat this game without any sort Don't of do this or trial. I've or said this out loud, and I've had a few friends be like, "Oh, I've done it." No. I'm like, no, you haven't. And they're like, no. Well, I did have the Nintendo you, Power you Map. You need to walk to the left-hand corner of the map and bomb the left rock next to the hole, uh, which is by the tree. But, Joel, I've memorized every square and where every secret is if you move a boulder. But how do they know the secrets unless they cheated and used a walkthrough or, you know, called that 1-900-Nintendo <laughs> Power Line? You guys are so mad about this. I, <laughs> Those cheaters. I, was, I couldn't find the way out. They're liars and cheaters. No, honestly, I've I played this game a couple times. I don't think I've ever beat it because I'll play for a bit and then I just get kind of bored walking around and I'm like, eh, I'm going to go back to Contra. Yeah. So uh, I feel like Legend of Zelda, I love the, the what it's created. Was this I like actually, last night you're talking about? Or? <laughs> <laughs> um, up, up, down, I down. Do, left, I actually right, do right. love the music. I do love the music, actually. I've, I have some versions of it on my iPod because I, I really like it. But You seem like you do. But the game <laughs> is not that great. It's not as great as everyone made it out to be. Uh, Mario games are far superior. That is kind of blasphemy. I know. But I almost put it on my list. (laughs) (laughs) But the series that made my top pick for most overrated series is the Mega Man series. Oh, that was, that would have been my choice. Mega Man is, uh, I'm sorry to say it's Mega high. (laughs) Mother brain. (laughs) (laughs) That had to come out. (laughs) That's the only reason I said that. Can we move on? (laughs) Yeah, we can just move from there. Mega Man was meant for a time when controls were just slow Mm-hmm. Sluggish. Really, if you if you moved left, moved right, you fell and died, or you got hit by a spike oh, or something. So like that. easy to die. Pew, it, pew, 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 pew. Like it was cool. I like the concept of fighting Rock Man or Water Man or Scissor Man. Yeah. You know, it's it's so clever, right? Well, I, well, uh, no, man. I'll tell you, I'd be like, oh man, Bubble Man, he's hard. <laughs> he's so hard. But it's cool that they give you a pick of which you know boss level yeah. to do first. You can start where you want. Yeah, but then but it's they're like, all the same. Yeah, Marshman. I don't know. It's just impossible. No one can beat these games. Mega Man 2 specifically is ridiculously hard. Oh, they're so hard. And but, that's kind of the point. But I'd be lying if I said I didn't play them all the time and get so frustrated and throw the controller and then yell at the TV. I used to, you know, just doodle in my notebook and I'd be like, when I grow up, I'm going to design a Mega Man game and I design levels. Like, really? Like pits and everything like that and where that's the villains impressive. would be. Have you played Dark Souls? Did you have friends? <laughs> Thank you, Jake, for taking interest in me. Thanks, Joel, for reminding me about my childhood. (laughs) It's primarily a reason I don't want to play Dark Souls because I want to play games to finish them and and see this story play out. I I don't want to conquer a game. Yeah. I don't want to just die and die and die and be frustrated and, you know, throw my Wii controller at the screen. Yeah. You know, (laughs) you play a Wii. Yeah. But Mega Man, why, oh, why? I'm so glad. Well, I don't think you can make a game like this. Like, yes, no. 2D platformers are fun, but they are smooth now. And I don't think a Mega Man can exist. You know, I did love world. when you tried to jump down and, like, it'd freeze for a second. The whole, yeah. the pain would move down and then he'd fall. Yes. I, I like that. Anyways. Except for when I knew there was a bad guy right below me and I was about to die. And I was just like, ah, oh, crap. Pew, 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 pew. Nice. <laughs> okay, next one. What's the most overrated Star Wars character? I'd be surprised if we didn't pick the same one. I know what you picked, and so I didn't. Okay. Once again. You can read me. I, I, I try. Like a book. And so I'm going to go Ray. Ray? I think, she, does she even count as canon yet? <laughs> <laughs> it depends. You sexist pig. It How depends. dare you? I'm not sure anybody from the new one should count. It depends what they do in 10 years if they try to you know, decide that just to write it out. She's canon. 
Is she's Ganon? Canon. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you're, she's from you're calling Zelda? her the most overrated. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the sexist pig. <laughs> Thank you for saying I that. I think she's cool. I will use that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ray, she's, uh, sorry, um, she's, she's Mary Sue. She's good at everything. And it's cool that she's Luke Skywalker character in this movie, but she can do no wrong. Like, of course, she's a cool character. There's but, no growth there. She's immediately the coolest character in the movie. And she, because you're told she is, it's not that she can do sure, no. It's not that she can do no wrong. It's more that she kind of stumbles into no wrong because she's not intentionally doing a lot of the stuff. It's like she happens to be at the right place, at the right time, and meet the right people. Yeah, so she can take on a Sith apprentice with a janitor, well, essentially, because it was she's Adam. reincarnated Anakin. Anyways, but what? Sorry. spoilers, theories, <laughs> theories, reincarnated Anakin. That's I really a great think that's band name. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where the movies are going. That's the only explanation for how, how much uh, force power she has. Okay. I'm just going to leave it there. Ray is the most overrated Star Wars character. And Ghostbusters character. Um, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh, mine is Boba Fett, which I... It has to be I, Boba Fett. I, got a, I went off on him. Was that our Star Wars pitch podcast? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you, made, you showed me the light of Boba Fett. Well, let me tell you guys or a little story. Or the flaws, story. I should I, say. I have a new little tidbit I'd like to bring in here, because we all know that Boba Fett was taken out by a blind guy with a stick, which I mentioned before. Yeah. <laughs> on accident. The blind guy was just turning around and hitting <laughs> Boba Fett, and he went out like a punk. But uh, do you guys know when Boba Fett first appeared? Any any guesses? I mean, I know it's it's apparently wrong, but I would say in, in the middle of the Empire Strikes Empire Back. Strikes Back. In George Lucas, he actually does digitally put him into a scene in uh, A New Hope. Okay. But that's still not correct. The correct answer, ladies and gentlemen, is the holiday special. No. Yes. What? Yes. That's where he first appears. That's, That's like bringing up House appears. of Mouse at this point. Can you really do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so yeah, weird. I only I know about the that. holiday special from you guys. And it was an animated... Really? Yeah, it's terrible. It was an animated feature. So let me just read you a little uh, history here. Boba Fett first appeared at the September 20th, 1978 uh, County Fair Parade in San um, and Semlo. He was in a parade. And it was kind of this marketing <laughs> cool technique. Cool bounty hunter. Yeah, they made this marketing <laughs> technique. The character appealed, appeared on television two months later animated uh, in an animated bit. For the Star Wars holiday special as a mysterious figure who betrays Luke Skywalker after saving him. Uh, after saving him, Chewbacca, C-3PO, and R2-D2 from a giant monster, only to be revealed as a bounty hunter working for Darth Vader. That's his first appearance. And that should, tell you, <laughs> that should tell you kind of what character is. I have no idea why Boba Fett has become this icon of coolness. The guy didn't even catch Han Solo. He tracked him, yeah. but Vader's the one who caught him. His helmet's cool. And then Vader gave him... He does have a cool helmet. Yeah. yeah. So did Jango Fett. Well, oh, too soon. That was his dad, <laughs> I think. Well... I oh, it's his clone. I don't even know what's happening anymore. No, the thing is, and they all like, you know, they have that fan theory of him getting out of the Sarlacc pit and stuff like that. But the truth is, he didn't do much, and I don't understand why he's such a... So, so revered. When he's just this minor side character, I just don't get it. And you're right by saying he's overrated because if they tomorrow said, hey, we're going to do a Boba Fett standalone or movie or trilogy, mm-hmm. people will just lose it. They love it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't and really understand it. He's a and dumb it's character. Like I, it's, not like yeah. I hate, it's not like I hate Boba Fett. I really don't. But I just don't get it. Yeah. It's over, he's overrated. All right. This is the most random show ever, by it the is. way. And I'm, I'm, it really I'm trying is. to figure out who's going to get more hate. Yeah. And there's more We both random. said bad things about the Beatles, so... I didn't say bad things about the Beatles. I said the bad things about the White Album. All right. So a really natural follow-up to that <laughs> is there's no natural follow-ups. None of these are no, related. It's, it's all random. All right. Overrated supermodel. <laughs> Which, by the way, you guys insisted I keep in the list. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. Heidi Klum. Now, Heidi Klum is apparently a supermodel, I'm told. 
She was known as the body. Uh, that was Jesse Ventura. Oh, wow. <laughs> Please no. Um, but I just, I, and she's on uh, one of those talent shows. Is it America's Got Talent or, or Project? It was Project Runway. Now but, it's America's Got Talent. That's what it is. I don't get her appeal. I don't think she's a supermodel. I don't, well, like, I don't, I don't consider her among the ranks of like Christy Brinkley or Kathy Ireland or Cindy Crawford or Nikki Taylor. Uh, Nikki Taylor. My eyes lit up. When <laughs> but uh, I don't think she's the supermodel. And she's on all these lists of greatest supermodels of all time. And I'm like, no, no. So I don't understand, and I really, she's attractive, sure, but I, I just can't stand her personality. I don't know what it is about her, but she just, I, I don't see her appeal. So I'm going to say okay. overrated. That's I fair. Plume. I don't know if mine qualifies as a supermodel, so I really want to make sure it's, to get your approval here. You can't here. pick me, Kent, okay? <laughs> so it's Joel. I knew it. <laughs> He's supermodel. I'm the greatest superhero. Superhero. <laughs> supermodel of all time. <laughs> Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields. Does she qualify? So when she was 14, she was a model. She got very famous for being a model. She was on the cover of Vogue and on a very scandalous ad campaign for Calvin Klein. Yes. 14 years old. Yes. Uh, she has eyebrows that, I mean, go for days. She's on... She's on. You're talking modern day Brooke Shields, right? Uh, like, no, I'm talking yeah, like no, back no, in the day when she was a model. No, <laughs> even then. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, yeah, right she's in, she's in a couple lists of supermodels, so she counts. I, I, I've never cared for her, except for maybe when I was eight watching Blue Lagoon. Or Return to the Blue Lagoon. Why were you watching that at the age of eight? I don't know. It's my grandma's video. She, we, <laughs> Why did your grandma have Return to the Blue Lagoon? Long story. That's where I got Friday the 13th Part 7. Oh, God. Let's not go into this. <laughs> She's the one that would make VHS tapes and be like, the land, the land Before Time, Wizard of Oz, and Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. Like, Thanks, Grandma. Yeah. That's normal double feature kind of She's stuff. She's like, oh, you like going to the lagoon, right? Yes, I do. Well, here's a movie called Blue Lagoon and Return to the Blue Lagoon. Oh, no. Wait a so minute. she just set record and then didn't watch him. Yeah. Oh, no. But yeah. Okay. It's her. There you go. Brooke Shields. Yeah, I'm looking up images now. Like, I'm trying to remember what she looks like, and it's showing up Blue Lagoon. And I can see why maybe you shouldn't watch that when you're You can kind of see why (laughs) I am. Family friendly, Jacob. (laughs) Why I am the way way I am. Yes. Yes. Mm. How about overrated dessert? This is so weird. It is very, very I was like, can we just take that off? I love it. Cupcakes. Cupcakes? Cupcakes. Where are cupcakes? Why cupcake? Basically, there are cupcake shops now, right? And where they put, like, delicious toppings, and it's so cool. But really, they're like muffins. It's like the Seinfeld episode with, you know, top of the muffin to you. You eat that that frosting, and then when you open the little, you know, paper slash weird, you know, cover, you can't really eat that cake, and it's not very, it's not ever good cake underneath. I want everyone to know that Kent's like doing gestures right now, showing us how to eat yeah. a cupcake. And then when you try to put a cupcake, <laughs> Show and then you us get how it frosting works. all over your nose. That's so cute. It's <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, how do you have a cupcake with you right now? <laughs> where gets, did that come from? <laughs> I made these for the show. Ooh, I've, I've never cared for cupcakes. If Red you go to velvet. a birthday party and you see cupcakes, you're like, really? You can just get like an ice cream cake? Seriously? You know, I like it when they have the mini cupcakes. And I'm like, oh, good. I can eat that without Little making poppers? a mess. No, yeah. no, yeah, because they're always messy, right? Those gourmet, yeah, yeah, regular size those gourmet cupcake places. Something I don't know what they put in them. Man, they're good. I don't care for them. But it's funny. Well, it's like 800 calories Because I'm more of a, a pie guy than a, than a cake guy. Yeah. I don't just like airy cake. They just, you the know. pie is a lie, Kent. <laughs> no, it's the cake is a lie. It is. Uh, it's funny you should mention birthday parties because I actually put birthday cake. Fair. Birthday cake is completely overrated because everyone just buys those bland packages, makes the bland cake, mm-hmm. puts the bland frost, bland sugar frosting on the top, and just it's very kind of mundane. And I, I don't understand why we kind of drool over it when the ice cream is really where it's at. Yeah, you're like, can I get two or, scoops of ice cream, please? I will also say my wife makes fantastic cream cheese frosting that I really, really like, so... I will go with that, too. This was a weird category. <laughs> yep, let's move on. <laughs> it's one of our, we're not going to tick anyone off here, right? 
<laughs> I don't think we will there. Yeah. Cupcake Brigade. Birthday yeah. cake. <laughs> Overrated romantic song. You may. Okay. I'm going to say this. Oh, I'm going to sing it. What the heck? Oh, Sherry. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> You're beautiful. It's true. By James Blunt. Your face. James Blunt is a bad singer, and the story of the song is dumb. Like, he says, okay, it's about seeing my ex-girlfriend on the underground in London with her new man, who I didn't know existed. She and I caught eyes and lived a lifetime in that moment, but didn't do anything, but didn't do anything about it and have, haven't seen each other since. Also, he was high. He mentioned that. Oh, really? Yeah, he did that. In <laughs> fact, for those of you who liked this song back in the day and then decided to buy it, you're going to find that the studio version was a little different from the radio version because it drops the F-bomb. What does it say? It just says, I'm... You're effing beautiful. No, he's, no it's like... <laughs> he's like, whoa. Clever. She could see by my face that I was effing oh. high. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, and Can you go to a falsetto now from now on? <laughs> just everything you say. You're beautiful. I was effing high. <laughs> and, and, and in the radio version, they say flying high. And I knew You that got some good work here at the end of the show. Coming. There, were, there yeah. were some people who I knew bought that song, and they were like putting it on, being like putting on romantic track, going over and be like, yeah, uh-oh, what? Did not expect that. Hmm. It's just, it's not a good song. And I will confess something right now. It was actually my wife's, uh, my girlfriend at the time when she was my girlfriend, it was her ringtone on my phone. Oh, wow. Just because I put it on there. And it was the time when you could just barely put songs on there. And so you can find ones and download them onto your phone. And I was like, oh, I got a real song on my phone. Yeah. Oh, look, you're beautiful. That's a great on one. On my Nokia. But man, that song was overrated. And it has not aged well. I, I don't think people revere it as much as they did no. back then. No, 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 no. That was forgotten. Mid 2000s, that was pretty big. Okay. Mine is a newer song. My head's <laughs> underwater, but I'm breathing fine. He's you're, Aquaman? You're crazy. I'm out of my mind. Because all of me loves all of you. Yeah. Love your curves and all your edges. <laughs> all your perfect in- imperfections. All your perfect imperfections. It's just, I hate this song. This song is like the Brian Regan of music. <laughs> it's so oh, in your face. Bring it back to that. I have to. It, I'm just like, really? Could you try any harder? I remember like probably just, these are probably through uh, shaded goggles or something, but right. love songs used to like, they used to be clever. This one's like, I love you so much. I love you so much. Well, and I think it's like, I mean, you you say you used to be clever. I feel like the 90s power songs, mm-hmm. the power love songs and the 80s power love songs, they're no longer around. No. There's no more of this amazing romantic lyrics. It's just like, hey, we're in the club, then we're going to get it on. <laughs> we're uh, like old uh. men talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like these kids, kids, no, honestly, kids do. Where, where is the In Your Eyes of today? Where is the Lady oh, in Red of today? Absolutely. Where is, the, where is the Creeper Stalker song of Every Breath You Take of today? <laughs> yeah, don't listen to the lyrics of Every Breath You Take. They're a little weird. And the fact that this song is written about Chrissy Teigen like, totally throws me off. Ah. I think it's disgusting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> I do not understand Chrissy Teigen. I wish we had that on video. <laughs> that was a great face. Hold on. Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this song. That lip sync battle, they keep cutting to her. I-, I watched the YouTube clips. Yeah. And every time they cut to her, I'm like, why is she on the show? Yeah. Why is she on the show? Like, and just, it's a lie. All of me, I'm sure there's a hair on your back somewhere. <laughs> That doesn't quite love all of her. Or the hair on her back. (laughs) Chrissy Teigen. (laughs) I wasn't sure who it was, so I looked her up. And then she's attractive. She looks like a lot like Devin Sawa, actually. (laughs) Funny enough. She's down to the butt. I want want to clarify. I think you know she's an attractive woman, but I just don't get her appeal. It's one of those she is the personality thing. I don't really. That's pretty generous. No, 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. What was the Bruno Mars song where like I drop a hand, uh, what? my hand on a blade for you for ya? Oh, I hate that song. What, what was that? I grenade? would jump out grenade. of a plane for ya. Yeah, yeah. I would jump a grenade for ya. How white are we, guys? No, but it's super white. <laughs> it's basically the flight of the Concord song. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. it's saying I would climb the highest mountain. He's like, would you really do Joel, that? Joel, do you not remember yeah. the song? I may. Grenade, grenade. That was the name of the song, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. it's I fall on a grenade for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It. I, like the thing that always bugged me is I'm like, he's like all these like overture, like tons of hyperbole, and he says yeah, yeah. Like I, I cover myself in chum. And swim with great white sharks for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's love. That's love right <laughs> there. Cover myself in chum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is something. I would never do that for anyone. <laughs> no, that's, great that's... white sharks. And that's all of me. Loves all of you. <laughs> Great what sharks. Yeah. Okay. Um, How many more we got left, Jacob? Uh, one, two. Don't end with the actor and actresses. That's all I'm saying. Oh no, that's actually next. Okay. So yeah, actor first. Really? Overrated actor. Oh, did we do actor and actress? I uh, thought it was an either or thing. I did both. Ooh. Either or is fine. I will speak slowly, please. The actor for me is Brad Pitt. I think he is so overrated. Yet he is a he's a marquee name. He is a draw for movie. Well, maybe not even a draw at this point. Yeah. He got but really on lucky, the right? Like he never, for some reason, like his esteem level just stayed high for no good reason. Well, I will say there is a reason. And actually, kind of going through his filmography, 1991 is kind of when he had his big break with Thelma and Louise. And so 91 to, to 2000, the guy picked roles that were phenomenal. They were challenging roles, even if it was like interview with a vampire. Mm-hmm. Like it's it kind of like, it's a little bit weaker, but the guy did seven, Fight Club, 12 Monkeys, Snatch. And they were just cool experimental yeah. roles. It was kind fight, of like... Fight Club. Pfft, you're right, Kent. Wow. <laughs> I'm talking about the good times. <laughs> Do you want to fight right now? No. That was like making fun of his mom's face. <laughs> <laughs> kind of was. You know, that's my movie. I know it is. So the guy challenged himself. And then 2000, he made friends with George Clooney. And he's like, I think I'm just going to kind of breeze through the rest of my career. He's like, this is a good way that George, got, that George uh, yeah. goes. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to do Ocean's Eleven. And from now on, I'm going to eat in every movie that I'm in. Or hey, I'm going to save the slaves in 12 Years a Slave because I produced this movie. While eating. Benjamin Button. Some facts on this. He has got three Oscar nominations. He's never won. But he got it for 12 Monkeys for Best Supporting Actor pretty early on. And mm-hmm. everyone started to notice him. And then for Moneyball and Benjamin Button, which I just think that's when he's just coasting. And, and now when I see him in a movie, I'm never excited. Like Big Short, he was easily the worst actor in that movie. Because it was just Brad Pitt in Big Short. I didn't think he was being bad, though. He was just... He's no, Brad it's, Pitt. It's, it's overrated. It's just right. a cameo, basically, in Big yeah, Short. Yeah, because he's Brad Pitt. I don't know, I agree with you, though, because I think that Brad Pitt does really try new things and different things. And- How? I just think I mean, you look at. He doesn't mon- turn on the acting. You look at anymore. Twelve Monkeys. You look at uh, ninety-one to two thousand. Fantastic. Okay, so you're saying he's overrated now. Yes. So not overrated for at the all, past sixteen overall. years. He's so the been nineties he was great. No, he's right. It's like Johnny Depp. He's right in the nineties. Precisely. Wave. So, so my uh, most overrated actor I put is Marlon Brando, and I know this is old. It's not going to be controversial. That is very old. Yeah. It's old. It's old. But it's like one of those. He's always Way on to the go, list. Jacob. He's always on lists. <laughs> you're gone. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, let me see what I've seen him in. And I've seen him in The Godfather, uh, On the Waterfront, Apocalypse Now, The Freshman, Guys and Dolls, Superman. But uh, I, I just don't get it. Like, even On the Waterfront, which is considered one of the greatest movies of all time, I'm like, he's fine. But I don't know. He's he's notoriously hard to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't like to learn his lines. Was was kind of full of himself. And everyone wanted him. And even in The Godfather, Kent, I'm sorry. But even in The Godfather, he did fine. But I think other people could do that role. Just as good. 
All right. And so I think Marlon Brando's overrated. Honorable mention to Dustin Hoffman. He made an impact in the movies he was in, though. Like, yeah, he wasn't maybe the best guy to work with or the, even the best actor. But, like, in Apocalypse Now, he was crazy, but he filled that role very well. He wasn't just a place setter. I think he could have been a place setter. I, and even, swap I, I really don't see how anyone, anyone else could have done the Godfather role. Like, that, like he made that. Have you seen all the impersonations of that? Because of oh, what yeah, he but, did. Yeah, because they're impersonating him. I think he, it's overrated. No, I don't like, think it's he's acting thing. great. He was old, and he Al didn't Pacino, even care at that point. Al Pacino, great in that movie. Like, he's really acting I agree. I feel like I feel like Marlon Brando was on sedatives. No, he brought he brought gravitas to that just right from Agreed. the opening. He brought gravitas because he was Marlon Brando. And, and you know, I'll give you that. Like, yes, he isn't the best actor out there. He shouldn't be, even be in the top ten. But he's always on there. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, that's I, true. I, like I said, I put Dustin Hoffman as an honorable mention because he has one, maybe two good roles, and then he's writing. And going, we have to go back life. around to that. Doesn't mean that we think they suck. No, 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 no. It no. just means overrated. overrated. Yes. Yeah. 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 Also, I put Jack Nicholson because he plays the same character. In oh, every movie. oh, you're crazy. Yeah. He plays the same crazy. character in every movie. If you are going by... I like that character, but the same character in every movie. If you're going to go by my Brad Pitt rule, which is like good at one point, now just does terrible stuff, then I'll give that to you. Kind of like Robert What was De Niro. that one movie where he kind of had the wild eyes and acted a little crazy and obnoxious <laughs> and smiled a lot? What was that movie? Oh, every one of his movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Nuh-uh>. <laughs> Hold on. He's like thinking hard. <laughs> um, pulling right. up. So real quick, actress Scarlett Johansson. I think she is so, so overrated. Mm-hmm. And she is just this big draw, whether it's for the way she looks, her great husky voice. <laughs> the smoker voice, you mean? I think it's it's just it's you know, I, overrated. I have to admit, like when we first, like you mentioned this a couple of years ago, and I was like, no way, she's great. Mm-hmm. And you've you've totally won me over. Like, no, she's easily overrated. It's Hear that? Can't one Jacob over. Yeah. Da, 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 da. All of me. <laughs> you take all of you. Joel's just delaying because he doesn't have an actress yet. No, I actually do. I did have one. I, I, just, <laughs> I just Googled. I, I'll let you know how this went down. I Googled best actress of all time. And you had can't say little, Meryl Streep, by the way. No, and that's the thing. I think Meryl Streep is actually a very good actress. It is a little weird how, I don't know, that's beside the point, but I'm actually going to say Natalie Portman. What? Because I feel like, Na- I like Natalie Portman. Like, I think she's beautiful. I think Dude, she's, she's pick entertaining. another. I think she's smart. Pick another. Name one good movie she's in where she does a good job. The Professional. Okay, besides that one. <laughs> that was actually... I mean, it's on... That's like on tap. That, and that, where she, that is where she peaked. Every other at movie... At 12? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Every other role since then, I look at her movies and I'm like, I like Natalie Portman. Well, let me explain something to you. But her movies... It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter. Black Swan. Oh, yeah, Black Swan. Black Swan is... She is phenomenal. And is there anything better than Mars Attacks? Think about it. <laughs> no, but I mean, guys, okay, let me just read this line to you here. Anakin, you're breaking my heart. Oh, that is not her fault. That's her delivering a line. And then she's also the one that says, uh, I've been dying every day since the day I met you. Come on. You can't just bring the prequels in. And yeah, that yeah. Movie. But I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm looking Thor The Dark World. You're right, Ken. She's the only oh, reason you can keep watching great. the prequels. She hated her experience in the, the mm. Thor movies. Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Let's not forget that classic. <laughs> yeah, v for Vendetta, not a fan. No, she, she's she good in the movie. She is good in the Garden State. Blah, blah, blah. I'm quirky. She's good in the movie. No. Like, honestly, she's overrated. I, I like Natalie Portman, but she's overrated. Because and my brothers and I have talked about this. We she like invented Portman. the manic pixie dream girl. Like she is a good actress. She invented the manic pixie dream manic manic pixie dream girl. I think in Garden State she really just made that. No, that was Diane Keaton in Annie Hall, which is also overrated. Joel, I need to tell you. Yeah, you're talking about my first celebrity crush. Really? Yeah. This is personal. This is why, his Fight Club. Why am I? Why am I getting Jacob on Daredevil and Natalie Portman? I have no, <laughs> no idea. I don't really care about Daredevil I'm, that I'm, much. It's just better than everything else. 
<laughs> Including Natalie Portman. Okay, so let's move no. on. <laughs> okay, moving on. Okay, let's speed through Current these. Current fad. Communicating in emojis. I think that's one of those overrated things where people think they're so clever and so funny being like, hey, ninja, fireball, cow, horse. <laughs> and then they send it and they're... <laughs> cry face, cry face, cry face. Yeah, cry face, cry face, cry face. Or, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. I'm dead. Skull face, skull face, skull face. Yes. I feel like the emoji thing is just one of those overrated things where I'm like, yeah, it's basically... You know, it's, it's just kind of people are doing it and there's no reason for it, but people love, like every time there's a new emoji, they're like, oh, there's a new emoji. And I'm like, that's great. It'll just show up as an X on my Android. So. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh. All right. Android users. <laughs> Still don't know how awesome emojis are. I don't use them either, by the way. I don't care <laughs> on for On your them. snaps? My, I think the current, the worst current fad or most overrated. Overrated. We're going, not worst. Over, we okay. have to clarify again. The most overrated current fad are themed 5Ks or themed <laughs> races. <laughs> that is so random. That's <laughs> the most random thing. Anyone who knows me, you're like, glow in the dark 5K, everybody come. That's probably a thing. <laughs> Can I go through some of these? I mean, obviously you have your Please. Ragnar, your color run, your dirty dash, your Spartan, but there's also the bad prom run where you dress in bad prom clothes and then you get pictures as you're running. There's the Tofurky Trot. What? And that takes place with all these granolas, basically. And right. they, it's and there's like hot chocolate run. And it, it basically, if you can put a noun so in you front of a drink run. So hot chocolate? Because I'm in. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Because <laughs> that's great when you're running. Let that burn right through you. <laughs> it's, I all the way hate it. I think it's so tacky. It's a way to make money. And people are like, this is clever. Throw chalk at me. I guess. <laughs> Maybe it's because it's Have exercise? you participated in one no, of these? Heavens no. But they get stickers. <laughs> they get stickers to put on their car. Which is why I hate it. Because <laughs> guess what? I did Ragnar in 2012. I'm like 80 pounds overweight now, but whatever. 2012 was a good but year. But at least they did Ragnar. Yeah. I've or never... those people are like every single year. I think that's w- more tacky than the family stickers, which I have been a part of. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. Happy April Fool's, but everybody. themed 5Ks or themed races, like... Get out of here. All right. Go away. I really don't get the accomplishment of saying I ran a 5K anyway. It's like, oh, I, good I work. You ran three <laughs> I see the accomplishment. Uh, oh, is that how far it is? I don't do kilometers. <laughs> it's like a little bit over the... Like, That's it's like, far. It's nothing. I don't know if I've ever ran three miles in my life. <laughs> Joel hates <laughs> That's that possible. <laughs> All right. Did you go to gym when you were a kid? I did, and I actually ran a really fast mile, but then I hated it. So much I almost threw up and I was terrible and never went back to it. Wow. That's dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's how we got here. (laughs) (laughs) On a podcast. That's why we're all broadcasting in lazy boys with tubs of lard in our laps. Uh, Hold on. Let me get some more lard in here before I continue. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Modern singer is the next one. Modern singer. If we don't agree on this, Kent. If we we are going to agree. If we don't agree that it's Kanye West. Not MJ. Oh, no. Ah. So go ahead, since you okay. pick Kanye West. Kanye West. I don't like any of his songs. I, I, I've heard some of them. I know some of them. I have no idea why he has this God complex where he thinks he's the greatest thing ever. Now, now do the Assassin's Creed trailer. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're, you're an assassin. Oh, uh, I'm an assassin. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's God. He talks about God the whole oh, time. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I don't it's know. Like, I'm a God. You're a God. We're God. Wait, wait, that's Dishwalla. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd really like to meet her. Um, no, but here's the thing. He, he's That'd old. be a cool mashup. You guys know how old he is, by the way? I don't know. That would be a good mashup. He was born in 1977. Oh, I thought he was younger than us. Exactly, because he acts like a bratty child. Can I give some history? I just want to give some quick history. I know you're going to. I knew nothing about him, and then I looked it up. Apparently, he lived in China for a year when he was 10. Good for him. And then at age 13, West West wrote a rap song called Green Eggs and Ham. 
at age of 10. <laughs> don't <laughs> joke. Drink. Don't joke. Stop it. And he began to persuade his mother to pay $25 an hour for a recording studio. And his mother relented and let him record. That was the kind of his, and I was just like, you know, I kind of felt, yeah, thanks a lot, mom. You gave us Kanye West. Although, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that got really personal. I'm sorry. If Kanye's listening to this, I don't mean anything against your mother, but because I actually don't know her. But here's the funny thing. But she's terrible. No. <laughs> he could kill us. You know that, right? He has that power. And I don't understand why he's so popular, but let me, let me just read this part here. West's breakthrough, which is a poor choice to words, came a year later. A year later, I jumped ahead in time. This is not a year after he's 10. Sorry. <laughs> uh, on October 23rd, 2002, when driving home from a California recording studio after working late, he fell asleep at the wheel and was involved in a near fatal car crash. The crash left him with a shattered jaw, which had to be wired shut in reconstructive surgery. The accident inspired West two weeks after being admitted to the hospital. He recorded a song at the record plant studios with his jaw still wired shut. And that's how he kind of, that gave him the pain he needed. And that's why he never smiles. Album. Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying it was because of that car accident and his jaw being wired shut that he was able to create his first album. And that kind of put him on the map. I would say he's totally overrated because I know a lot of people who like listen that you wouldn't think listen to Kanye West. They're like, but he's so, he's a brilliant, he's brilliant. No. He, he may call himself a genius because he uh-huh, is. honey. That one, that's one song I know, and it annoyed me to no end. Yes. And honestly, I think he's only buoyed up by controversy. He was not that popular until after he made his infamous well, – he's popular, but he wasn't megastar popular until after he made his infamous infamous George Bush doesn't care about black people mm-hmm. speech next yeah. to Mike Myers. <laughs> Jumping back to Mike Myers. Yep. And that, became, that kind of put him on the map. And I think he's only buoyed up by controversy. That's everything that happens that he says offstage – that kind of makes him more of a celebrity because his music is eh, well. He's just Donald Trumping. Like it's it's all a grab. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I like maybe that. or I like he's that. completely insane. So no, yeah. overrated Kanye West. I want to read some lyrics before I give you the name of my singer. If it's y'all beautiful, y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. And my cocky fresh. You are so white. <laughs> no, that was the whitest white that's ever whited. I, <laughs> I look in the mirror, say, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Is this Kanye? No, I know who it is. And you're going to know it with this one. It's it's like the lyrics are, are awesome. They're so good. Right. Okay. <laughs> ah, girls, we run this mother. Yeah. Girls, we run this mother. Yeah. Do you know yet? Oh, is it Beyonce? It's Beyonce. It's Beyonce. <laughs> I remind you, I'm so hood with this. That's a line from that song. I'm so hood with this. That was Jason Todd's song. <laughs> oh. Nerd joke. <laughs> ah, Jason Todd. My. I think Beyonce is maybe just because I think she's a little bit tacky and it, she's like this franchise. It, it, you she's, realize she can kill you. By, I don't by even care. Uh, the Bayhive can kill me, uh, you know. Because yeah. she has a huge fan base, and everyone thinks that she is essentially Kanye. She is this genius. What she is is a brand that doesn't really have great songs. She may surprise people with these experimental albums, but I'm sorry. I, even though, yes, bad things happen to Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. w- think of Whitney Houston and the talent that that woman had. The amazing voice. The, I mean, one of the greatest crooners ever. I'm not, not going to sing it, but knowing my heart right now, I'm singing I Will Always Love You. Right. And then you have Beyonce. Basically, you know, every song now is like, 
Jay-Z cheated on me, probably. And, you know, this is how I'm going to rip up his life. Becky and, with the good hair. And in her lyrics now are like rap lyrics. They're so disrespectful to men and women. But she's a powerhouse. Vulgarity like crazy. She's a powerhouse. And I completely agree. I have no idea why she's become this iconic, oh, Beyonce can do anything. She's playing to the crowd. That's all it is. She has five number one singles throughout her career. I do like some of her songs. Crazy in Love, probably her biggest song is probably number one for three weeks. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good song. But, I mean, that's that's like the song. I mean, I could sing Pay My Bills All Day Long. <laughs> is that a song, Pay My Bills All Day Long? You pay my telephone bills, you pay my automobiles. You it sounds pay like a country song bills. when you're singing and it. And then maybe we could yeah. chill. <laughs> I don't think you do. <laughs> so you and I keep going. That's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty well. You try for Lynn, good for nothing type of brother. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, never mind. I love her. <laughs> Talk to yourself out of that one. We're well over time, gentlemen. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. But Beyonce, I think she's so overrated. She will, I think she'll be forgotten as soon as she stops releasing music by surprise. I don't think so. She's become, she's become a pop no, culture phenomenon. Her last two albums, they're basically no hits from these albums. But it's not that about be her albums. It's about the persona. It's the image. Albums. It's the brand. And yeah. I'm sorry, that's not a singer. That's a brand. Yeah. It's Kanye. It's Angelina Jolie. Wait, what? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyways, so overrated. All right. Please don't kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye West and Beyonce are going to have it out for us. Yeah. They are buddies, too. Yes. Best picture winner. So we did do the best classic movie, or yeah, the overrated classic movie. Yes. But anyways. I mean, we have talked about this a bit, but never specifically we like We have this. a whole show on overrated Oscar winners. This one is, I think, number, number two or three on AFI's greatest films of all time list. Okay. It's Casablanca. <gasps> no! Yeah. No. Yeah, it's overrated. Okay, have you it's, seen Casablanca? Yeah, well, three of times. seen it. He had to. I've tried to give it many, many chances. That's a darn good movie, Kent. It's okay. It's fine. No, it's, it's not good. in my. You know, when we were going through our list, it's not in my top thirty best picture winners. What? It's not. I think it's okay. That made my top ten. I'm pretty sure. Did it? I'm pretty sure it did. I give it a B minus. Uh, yeah, B minus. Just like Star fair. Trek. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Don't no. Don't what? It. Uh, this it, is a classic. It's, it's a little too self important. It's patting itself on the back. It's like no. It's, yeah. Other people have been patting it on the back. It's not patting itself on the back. No, I think it knew what the impact. It was like we're going to talk about Nazis a little bit, and we're going to say all these quotable lines. What are you talking about? Uh, and the acting talking about Schindler's List. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, although Schindler's List is really high in that list. You didn't as yawn well. your yes, way through that a little bit. What? I you totally. didn't yawn your way through that one a little bit. Casablanca? Yeah. No, I it didn't felt really. like a stage play. That was like when the I acting of a stage. I didn't want to like it. I was like, no, everyone likes this movie. And then I wa- then I started watching. I'm like, oh, this is actually really good. Uh, no, of all the classics, that's the one that I'm like, I never really care to revisit that. Wow. Yeah, Casablanca. Except you've done it three times. Yeah, three times. Because I, I want to be fair, but still, I don't care for it. I really like that one. It's one, it's one that I own, actually. Hmm. So um, my uh, most overrated Best Picture winner, I went with A Man for All Seasons. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) After the Daredevil thing, after the Natalie Portman thing, I had to throw that out there. I actually have. If Natalie Portman is on Daredevil at any point, (laughs) oh, it's trouble with Sir Thomas More. (laughs) Uh, No, I actually went with Lawrence of Arabia. Everyone loves Lawrence Arabia, and cinematographers love it. And I know there's one particular cinematographer who listens to the show. He's going to be very mad that I brought it up again because when I mentioned I didn't like it last show, kind of in passing, he was very mad at me. To Kill a Mockingbird should have won that year. To Kill a Mockingbird is one of those classic movies. Mm-hmm. Lawrence of Arabia is far too long and far too dull. I wasn't even interested in the story. I feel like, like everyone's like, oh, it's about it's about Lawrence's changes and how he changes. It's all about the character development. And I'm like, no, it's just boring. And the thing is, it won 10 Academy Awards, or nominated for 10 Academy Awards and won seven. 
including best director, best sound editing, best film editing, best picture. I don't think it was the best film of that year. It's a scope movie. Oh, it's it's totally like honestly, the, back in the sixties mm-hmm. when this was made, that's what they were trying to do is show you vistas that you've never seen before, and they did that. They much did like, do that. Much like Gandhi. Yeah, you know, late much yeah. later, uh, Last Emperor did pretty well because the scope was that big. Yeah, and then just but watching it and like it's these long drawn out scenes of them crossing the desert, and it's just a big picture of the desert with them crossing from one side to the other. Mm-hmm. And sure, cinematographers are going to get mad at me for saying this, but Lawrence of Arabia is an overrated film. I'm, I'm happy to have seen it, mm-hmm. but it is at four hours, and I'll never revisit it. No, you'll never. Yeah, there's no, no reason to revisit Peter it. Peter O'Toole, though, I like him. I liked but. him in Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> High spirits. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, there we go. We're down to okay. our final one, Jacob. You ready for this, guys? Oh, you saved this one for last, huh? I did. All right. Most, and this is one that should be close to your hearts, so that's why I saved it for last. Ooh. Yeah. Now I see. Most yeah. overrated 90s band. 90s band. Oh, me first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I love 90s music. I'm a child of the 90s. I have a lot of songs that I like, a lot of bands that I like. I'm going to say the most overrated band is Sublime. Oh, that's surprising. I, that's so just, surprising. <laughs> right now. It just, he doesn't have any love for I, the dead. All. Sublime was one of those. <laughs> no I, love for the dead. Yeah. Well, that's just it. I had no idea of the story. And when I started reading about the story of Sublime, I actually went, oh, can I, can I say they're overrated? No. Because for those of you who don't know. Yeah, it's, for those yeah. of you who don't know, uh, Sublime had a couple, like they, they, were, they were doing music for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then their lead singer OD'd on heroin on May 25th, 1996. And then two months after their album came out, I had no idea that this lead singer had died before the album came out and he never saw any of the success. No, I had no concept of that. For me, Sublime sounded like a bunch of dudes goofing off in the garage and yelling into the microphone. With a great sound, though. Mm, great, it's overrated. But. Is it that it was so overplayed that you've heard Santeria so many times that you I just don't, don't care? I don't practice Santeria. I ain't got no crystal ball. If I had a million dollars, I'm kind of into it already, ride, yeah. I'd spend it all. It's just, I, I never really understood why people thought Sublime was so good. I, they were they were fine. They, you know, that song was catchy. And uh, what was the other one they did, The What, what I Got? Yeah. Yeah, that was fine. But honestly, people like put them on this pedestal of ska punk is like amazing. I never really got amazing from them. And I felt like they were overrated. And I feel bad saying that because of the story I heard after now. Right. But I, I, and that's the thing is they tried to get together. And then apparently the guy that passed away, the lead singer, uh, what was his name? I don't have it right. Bradley. Bradley, Bradley Noel. Bradley Noel. He passed away. Apparently he had the rights to Sublime. So when they tried to regroup with these other people, they couldn't. And so then they had to call themselves Sublime with Rome, who was the new lead singer. For a long time, it was Long Beach Dub All-Stars. Yeah, yeah, has that here too. That's random. But yeah, they, 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 they really didn't have much either. They have three studio albums and one live album, and then they have five compilation albums, three EPs, and one box set. See, this is kind of like you hating on Firefly is what it is. Well, it's like they just barely got started. No, no, no. That's not the, the reason the, I'm hating. I'm saying it's amazing to me that they had three studio albums, and yet they have five compilation albums? Like, well, Right. Um, I, I will say it's a little unfair because the radio play that they got, it was unlike any of their other songs from their other mm-hmm. albums. Their first two albums are, are really, really, really cool. There's some right. funny songs. There's just, it's very stylish. But then when they hit it big, it, it was so polished that it didn't quite fit their sound. And it, it makes That's it sound. polished? Yeah. Well, no, what it's I got is Santeria. It sounds, like, it sounds like Garage Band. Like it sounds like just like hey we're playing that, we're, no for me it's mid nineties everyone in the early to mid nineties you got your that angry way. brow on I want you to take your angry All brow right. away 
<laughs> mid nineties. I mean, that you was remember the, the name of the lead your singer. Condescending brown on. Don't put your condescending brown. I mean, on. good luck. Stop with your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was the time of grudge. See, now I'm getting compassionate. It was the time of grudge, Joel. Grudge or grunge? Grunge. Wow. See, now I'm holding a grudge. The grudge was later. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that they sound fit perfectly. Yes, it is very nineties, but okay. That's that, and that's the thing. I just think there were, it's there, a little unfair. There was a couple different bands. Yeah, that it, was, it's kind of unfair. But I was thinking of, when I looked up greatest bands of the '90s, like that one popped up, and that was one where I just went, "Really? Uh, can I give my honorable mention and also take some people off?" Go for yeah. it, Radiohead. I'm sorry. Of, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Can we move on? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, I love some Radiohead songs, and I want to say love. I love some Radiohead songs, but a lot of their songs I don't care for. And I feel bad it, saying that. It's really hard to put that in a category of the 90s because in the 90s, I think Radiohead was incredible. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, then they had started a couple going, really good songs. No. Oh, man. OK Computer and the Benz were two fantastic albums. I had the Benz once. It was terrible. <laughs> of course you'll go there. <laughs> OK Computer is phenomenal. And then they try to get a little trippy and they okay said, OK Go. And oh, I'm just man, thinking, I'm people just are screaming to, I'm, I'm right, now. right now. <laughs> but you know, they're they're weird. I would say yes, they're overrated, but their fan base will never, never abandon them. No, and that's the thing is they have rabid, rabid fans. Mm-hmm. But th- th- this is my honorable mention because I didn't really put it in there because I was like, you know, they literally I, have like infections, right? Is yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, but <laughs> this, thing is, this was an honorable mention, and I didn't put it at the top because I really do like some of their songs are amazing and some of their their albums are really good. Yeah, but I do feel like they're put up. Very high on the pedestal. Oh, Tom York loves himself. Absolutely yeah. loves himself. Oh, I yeah. feel like you could have picked bands that were more mainstream, though, honestly. They were more... Well, and it's more, it was more that hipster kind of like... People were like, oh, yeah, Radiohead, best band ever. Oh, oh, I love Sublime. And I'm like, yeah, they're okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also had Oasis, but that was yeah, another throwaway. Oh, that's a good one, too. My I, band is Green Day. That's fair. Is it fair? Good. It's fair. Oh, no, no, here's, here's the trouble is I'm totally with you. <laughs> okay, good. No. I was like, Green Day to me is Nirvana, meaning talent-wise, they right. played three chords, right? Right. The songs were very simple, except for Nirvana had the influence. So much influence. Tell me who Green Day influenced. It would be crappy bands, if, it, if uh, any at all. Hairstyles? Blink, probably. Uh, album covers? Blink, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Although Blink came like a couple of years later. Green, I mean... Green Day... They just they, they they were full of themselves. So it, I hate to say this because it, Dookie was probably the first album, well, first or second album I bought. Right. And Dookie was it came out of nowhere. It was kind of like when the Offspring first came out. Yeah. That album, you're like, this is so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you remember, Green Day didn't really have anything after that, like Nimrod, Insomnia. Although I could, or, I could pick a song I like on almost every one of their albums. Insomniac. Yeah, you can or like Warning. There's there's good songs on each, but yeah, it started getting really tired, Dunner. and then it. Brain stew. Brain stew is awesome. Having trouble trying to sleep. <laughs> Which I love how I they, count they, kept, they kept like they kept like acting like they were from another country, like they were British or something like that. And it was like, you're American. Yeah, guys. no, like, I always wondered that when I was a kid. I was like, what is this? Like, what are they doing with their voice? Yeah. No, there's not a time on the radio that I'm like, oh, Green Day and like mute. Yeah. Yeah. Like, see, and I actually am a Green Day fan. Are they overrated? Yes, but I am a Green Day fan. I like a lot of their songs. What? I even, their, songs. even their new stuff. I'm like, yeah, stop. No, I, I really do I like. I walk these lonely streets. Of the, I, I love, the, okay, no, there's an exception, known. though. There's an exception. Time of your life, <laughs> what though. No, no, that was overplayed. No, time of, time of your Which, life. No, it's, good. it's Best good. graduation song of all time. I mean, yeah, this is, that, <laughs> no, I'm saying influential. Like, as far as songs go, that, that's an influential song. 
No, I, I really do like a lot it's of their songs. something unpredictable. That's, that's, it really is. That's kind of the, the soundtrack of my childhood is like Green Day, Blue Album, uh, Offspring. Like those are really. And that's fair, but I think they're so overrated. They're, they're, their yeah. music is, is tacky it and is, it, doesn't, it doesn't hold up. It's trite. It's trite. And no. then when they started to be cool and they thought they were different with American Idiot, I know that album did wonders for them. But it's not that good. No, that thing is when they started getting political, that bugged me. But I'm I'm looking at like you know, welcome to paradise, welcome to paradise, basket case. When I come around, uh, Jr. Geek Stink Braith, Brain Stew, Hitch, oh, mostly Hitch mostly, you're, mostly you're going with Dookie. Yeah, that's yeah. all Dookie. You're no, saying. that's because I'm, I'm jumping through here, and then I get like Geek Stink Breath and Brain Stew and Walking Contradiction, <laughs> Hitching Geek, a Ride. Geek Stink Breath is a classic. I like Geek, Geek Stink, stink. <laughs> Breath. <laughs> I walk alone. I walk alone. <laughs> No, and I, I do I like them a lot, but I will I will concede they are overrated because they were so big. Look, I love playing their songs on the guitar. I went with They're a hip- the easiest three chords one can ever play. <laughs> I went, I went with short. more hips. I went with more hipster overrated choices. So going mainstream overrated choices was what you should have done. So. Yeah, it, it, Green Day I think is all the way just tacky. It is so nineties. I wish they stayed there. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Sorry. Good choice. Good Thank choice you. Overall. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We Two went hour long. show. We went long, guys. We did. We let's, did. Ra- let's wrap it up quickly here. Uh, <laughs> if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me at QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to read my overrated review of Jason Bourne, go to ShowtimeShowdown.com. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah, there you go. And if you want to see or go to my Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. And also see me every Friday morning on KJS Channel 14 at 830. All right. Anyone listening, if you have other uh, categories you want yes. us to go over, we want to hear them. Because and if this show works, and hopefully it will. <laughs> We're going to make so right? many people mad. Like, Play along, please, at BaconCell.com or on our Facebook page. Yeah. Let us know your overrated picks for these and categories. And we'll do underrated, too, so yeah. that everyone thinks we're happy. And give yeah. us new categories. Like, I'd love to hear new category suggestions because we had to whittle this down quite a bit, and I think there's plenty of material here. Yeah. So, uh, like, best male teen th- heartthrob. <laughs> that made the cut. That's some random stuff. There's some Ooh, random, there's random, random stuff. stuff. It, it was nearly cut. But anyway, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. And uh, thank you for listening to Bacon Sale. Have you guys heard about this show called Bacon Sale? Oh. Yeah, Joel's always dancing. That was incredible. It was so good. It was so good. Everyone loves it. You should love it too. And everyone's going to be talking about that. Why are you taking pictures of your abs and putting them on your screen, Jacob? <laughs> they look good, even to me. Just you and Joel? Sure. Joel, you want to go? No. You're nice. at the wrong party, kid. This one's going to make my dad mad. You didn't do research for this one. I know you didn't. My facial contortions are crazy. Oh! Did you have friends? Stop lashing out because I'm bashing on your boyfriend. Back in the 70s, Wonder Woman was way better. Hey, hey, Jake, I think, I don't know, I don't know if you should watch it. No, 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 please no. No, I'll do anything else. I'll go to Beto's. You've basically been brainwashed to believe that it's the freshest fresh that's ever freshed. It's so fresh. I'm like, what about their milkshakes? Fresh. Fries? Fresh. Lettuce? Fresh. Got, they got an in and out in St. George. It's so fresh. We need to go there. It's hard to know how Joel feels about that. Oh, when I'm like 15, I was like, hello. It's almost creepy cultish how nice they are.
So look at that butt cut, that golden butt cut right there. Is that why your wife liked you? Because of the butt cut? Does she even count as canon yet? You sexist pig. I'm the sexist pig. Oh, but you know where I was. <laughs> they listen to log hitting. Oh, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful. It's true. I love you so much. I love you so much. Because all of me loves all of you. Hey, we're in the club, then we're gonna get it on. Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> I cover myself in chum and swim with gray white sharks for ya, yay. I would never do that for anyone. I was like making fun of his mom's face. I've been dying every day since the day I met you. And you've, you've totally won me over. Thanks a lot, Mom. You gave us Kanye West. Having trouble trying to sleep. <laughs> Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. That was the whitest white that's ever whited.